the haptic systems in them are kind of cool a little bit. You get a little shaking and, and stuff. At least I just remember the Battletech pods when they added them over at Misty. Yeah. No, I, I unfortunately, my parents were very strict. I couldn't go do anything or go anywhere. <laughs> if we honked the horn too loud, you couldn't you couldn't come on the trip, which was bad to tell us because then of course someone honked the because of course someone would honk the horn a second time and I can't go. You guys honk the horn twice. <laughs> I'm not. The, I know he's Brian, not kidding. Brian's, I know Brian's, he's not kidding. Brian is. Yeah. Yeah. And we're giggling in the car because we were complete idiots because, you know, it's like... And that's what you do when you're teenagers. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, if we do this one thing, it'll make someone mad. Well, obviously. Boom! Boom! Boom. Shakalaka. Boom. Oh. You owe me Coke, Jinx. What? We didn't say shakalaka. Yeah, we did. We did? Yeah, we both said shakalaka. Shakalaka. Boom, boom. It's not like we have any kind of recorded Open instance the door. of us saying... Yeah. Hey, welcome hey, to Crippled Sin. <laughs> Why are you slowly getting it? You are absolutely out of frame, you can, Brian. Yeah, you can you hear are... me just fine. I'm, 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 I'm remote this time. <laughs> I'm, call, I'm calling in from home. Well, you are home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's perfect. Hey, welcome to Crippled System episode 338. And it's updated right there. I did it before we started. Well done. Yeah. I, nobody knows that we're starting to record, so the only thing that they would get is an email from Twitch saying that we're live. Or the little pop-up in the corner on Twitch if they're currently watching somebody else on Twitch. Or the oh, really? One, the one yeah, guy you get a the... little thing that pops down yeah. when yeah. somebody you're following goes live. It's kind of up in the corner where the menus are. Well, at least one person on Discord was watching for it. Oh. I didn't know that. I, seriously. Yeah. Maybe I have that disabled because when I'm like watching other other streamers and that, I don't see the, any of that drop oh, up. Well, I don't know how many people you follow and for how long <laughs> you watch, but you would need to currently be on Twitch watching somebody mm. when another person you follow goes live, live. and happen to be – because it's not like it makes like a loud ding or it's gigantic. It's just a little tab that pops down for like mm. two seconds and then it goes back up. It is very non, non-obtrusive. Yeah. If I'm watching if, – if I'm watching Twitch, it's more so in the background as I'm doing yeah, something exactly. else. So. Yeah. So I probably haven't noticed it. And I don't know. If you're full screen, it might not even show up. Like, you might have to, like, have it, it just, just window yeah, mode so that you can see all the stuff. Toast I don't me- yeah, toast like- messages and full screen don't always work yeah. together. I don't I don't watch things in full screen that much on Twitch, but... Half hey! still does it. Episode 338. My name is Andy. I'm Dan. I'm Nathan. I'm Riot. Ooh. The end. The end. Thanks for coming. Yeah, we haven't done a podcast since last year. We're, we're terribly inconsistent. Yeah. I thought you built a fan keep a fan base. Well, you know, it, you know, consistency is always the, the best way to handle something. I mean, in fairness, even if we did stuff every two weeks, we still would barely have done one this year by now. We would have done multiple. We would have been at least on time for two weeks. Uh, just barely. Yeah, two yeah. weeks ago would have been the first. And yeah. so, like, yeah, this would have been at most our second podcast of the year. So being the first only means we're down by one. Yeah, but yeah. we, we kind of stopped early last year, though, too. That's I don't know what you're talking about, and you can't prove anything. Yeah. Pretty sure that's provable. That was all in past years, Brian. Yeah, it's true. Can't prove if I smash Andy's computers. That's how the internet works, right? No, Wait, right. no. <laughs> all the records and all, yeah, it's all on your computer. It's, it's in the computer. <laughs> yeah, it's all oh, in, it's in the, the computer. Indeed. <laughs> uh, in Man, that's a movie with a not good sequel. Yeah. Is, is everyone here going to, it's, it's got moments. 
Sure, sure. A, a, a far less good sequel. Correct. Zootopia? Uh, I, 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 yeah. Yeah, Zootopia. <laughs> what, if, I, if, I, if a movie gets a couple of chuckles out of me, I still can't be that mad at it. And I've definitely got a few chuckles out of the second one. Especially if you, like, catch it for free on a streaming service. Yeah. Like, it depends on, like, how many chuckles per dollar did you get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. there. Yeah. I mean, Because once it's up to dollars per chuckle, you got an issue going on. Sure. That is... Like, fair. how I laughed once at Jack and Jill, yeah. and I saw that for free. So I guess technically I can't not like that movie. We, we I wouldn't that, that seems far. unfair. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. They, they slinked back door into one funny joke. Doesn't <laughs> excuse that movie. Yeah. There, there was at least a couple funny jokes out of the ridiculous six. Though. If I get a few moments, a couple if I, if moments. I get a, if I get a few good laughs yeah. here and there throughout. Ridiculous six had one funny sequence and one shockingly good performance. By uh, by Vanilla Ice is the best oh, yes. Samuel L. Clemens I've <laughs> yes. seen in sim- cinema, which was so weird. You would not think Vanilla Ice would be the best Mark Twain, but he was a shockingly good Mark Twain. Yeah. Also, the invention of baseball was legitimately a funny sequence. Everything else was terrible. I know you liked the Firehose Diarrhea Donkey because that's I, right up your your alley. I th- I did I did enjoy Firehose uh, Diarrhea Donkey it was. Uh... Um, I like that Amanda Sandler is, is is actually like a good actor. He does good dramas now. Like he he has actual talent, but he's like, but they'll give me a bunch of money to be to do something yeah. stupid. Sure, yeah. Somebody paid me ten millions to go on vacation with you guys. I wouldn't say no. Yeah. Like no one can blame Adam Sandler for doing that shit. Yeah, I can blame every single person who buys a ticket to the movies for enabling it, but I will mm-hmm. never blame him for for doing Just it. Cashing those checks. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> if you say you wouldn't do it, you're a liar. You're a flat out liar. Ah. <laughs> uh. So uh, a couple things have happened since uh, since last year. Sign up for Adepticon since last year. Yeah, that's yeah. exciting. Yep. Sign up currently. There's still room in the War Machine events. Who'd have thunk it? Who'd have thunk it? But there's room in the War Machine events. ATC bitches. For some reason, the Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff is all filled. Most of them most yeah. filled up. For Did them. they actually get those listed? Yeah, they were all. Yeah, they're all. Okay. They're all opening day. They were all there. Yeah. I mean, we're going through a transition period with with War Machine. I mean, it's. I'm sure once things come full full solid, we'll get uh, a lot more. I mean, the nice thing is they're at the bottom. They can only improve. Adepticon 2024's population of War Machine games of private to press games in general will be very interesting. Yeah, Yeah. or even just Adepticon was always low for War Machine events, anyways. Yeah, kind of. I mean, it was an expensive convention if you're just going to War Machine. Correct. But I mean, I remember we still had. Quite a few people, a lot of those. I mean, they're still in its heyday, yeah. In its sure. heyday, it did, but it was going lower every year, yeah. anyways. And I, I, and I would, I'd like to say that War for Weekend this year would be a good thing, but no one, no one should go to War Machine Weekend ever again. No, War go, to, go to War Warfare, Machine Weekend, Warfare Weekend, because yeah. War for because War for Weekend was run by by asshats who enable terrible things. So, like, if you go to <laughs> Warfare Weekend, you are a pro terrible things to people, and then whatever happens to you there is what you deserve. Excuse me. That group of men bullied that woman into saying that that group of men never bullied her. So I'll, obviously it didn't happen. I apologize. Didn't happen. And we checked all the footage. All the footage. the footage. We checked the footage. There was no footage. But there has to be another. But there's. I think the. But I think <laughs> Vegas has a big open. Like maybe next year's uh, Vegas will be a, LVO, a good. LVO, LVO will be a good. I mean, there, there has to be a few events that you looking at next year. We'll see how healthy War Machine is. Yeah. 
technically people trickle in it's only it's still january we got two more months before uh adepticon yeah war machine is coming out like stores have their shipments of goods people are gonna get their hands on their goods there's still time and that's Um, the nice thing is because everyone's mad now because their launch has been such a a shit fuck trickle that now that now that it's coming out in bulk you're gonna get actual excitement people are actually gonna be playing the game people are gonna actually have a chance to see if it's what they want to do and now communities can actually grow yeah and there's actual product and not just people the product is a big key yeah. to like make a game yeah, helpful it's not a bunch of the old guard playing with proxies from what they have around and complaining that it's not mark three yeah the, there is a new game that new people can buy now yeah, the, is, the other thing though too is the rules for adepticon do state that you have to have everything fully painted for correct, this which is why adepticon has always been rough for war machines yeah well, especially this year mark yeah, mark yeah. four especially because mm-hmm. mark four technically is i mean I, it is a reason why the points value is that is what because Travis and I were actually talking about this and we were like people like playing bigger games but it's just not feasible this year yeah. yeah yeah this year you can't you can't hold whatever the attendance for War Machine is this year at Adepticon yeah it's not in, in it's not fair it's, it's, yeah yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's not a fair barometer of, of what's what's sure. coming on. But luckily, there's a, there's a thousand fucking popular war games going out right now, so people get to play all sorts of things anyway. So mm-hmm. I'm playing two of the three games I own because I was able to get two of the three things painted. By painted, I mean someone else did it. But you know what? That's still fine. Okay. It's still painted. It's, yeah. it's still painted. Yeah, yeah you, the, the being painted isn't the part that was a, a nebulous. It was the you getting. But you did get them painted. Yeah. It's just you didn't paint them. I had them. I, I handed them to someone else. I handed it back to me. They're painted. It was magic. Yeah. yeah. Completely like no other transactions. <laughs> a, a story I've told about, you know, managerial, uh, you know, b- stuff and, you know, middle management is garbage and everything. But still, it shows how it works is when my brother went to he was an enlisted member of the army. And we then he, are middle management. Correct. And we're garbage. But still, the way we do our job, my brother was an enlisted person in the army. And then he went to like the, the officer training thing where instead of going to West Point, they'd take enlisted people and turn them into officers. And the first day they were there the person who's been training him he had a, a gun and they don't call him gun their device or rifles or whatever fucking term they use in the military because you can't just call something a gun but he's like how do you shoot this gun and i think i've told this story before and i apologize for those who've heard it but i'm telling it again because it's topical fuck you and so the first person's like you know you do this and you pull the trigger and he's like no you're wrong and the next person's like oh it's apparently a trick question you know so he went through everything like you check to make sure there's ammo you check the safety you make sure it's safe downstream he's like no you're wrong here's how i fire the gun and he said private come here and he handed him the gun and he said private fire this gun <laughs> so that is how i fire every gun i ever fire as an officer and that same thing that's how you paint your models yeah. and there ain't nothing wrong with that you painted your models the way you did he said private paint these models yeah. <laughs> and i always find people who are up and coming and don't realize their full value so i don't have to pay as much as they're worth <laughs> <laughs> i pay a fair number and it's, but you know, eventually they're going, they, 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 they learn to charge more. Yeah, eventually you have to find somebody else. Yeah, new. Move on. <laughs> like, you bought you, yeah. Everybody needs to have the abusive relationship yeah. before they can find true love. So you have to be there, yeah. right? And I mean, they still walk away with like, you know, a good pile of money. Yeah. It's just that like their pile could have been bigger. Every Hallmark Channel movie, the lady has to leave some guy to get with the guy from the small town. Yeah. You're that guy. You're the Chad. Yeah. Chat. Chet. Chet. I don't think there's a chat. Got the ascot. No. Mumsy. This guy's beneath us. That is a completely different chat than a line thinking of. I'm thinking of Chet from Weird Science. Yeah. 
Well, no, this is more though like the the who who's the boyfriend in Transformers who gets murdered by Jason Voorhees because technically it's the same character. The what the boyfriend of what in Transformers? Megan Fox's boyfriend in the first of the Michael Bay Transformers movie is mm-hmm. the same character played by the same actor in that has the house that they're all staying at in it's the Friday the 13th. It's actually the same they they gave him the same name. They gave him the same name and it's the same actor. I I, mean, I knew it was the same actor. I didn't realize the it was same the name. same name. It's so yeah, it's Which, like it's the same character. So canonically Friday Jason Voorhees is running around with Optimus Prime in the same universe. I mean, come on. He would be running around with Megan. Yeah, that's a valid that's, point. That's but a, yeah, whoever yeah. that guy is, the, he's yeah, he, yeah. somebody's got to be that actor, guy. But he's not he's, actually no. He would be running around with Starscream. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Starscream would be trying to get into Jason's good I'm graces. I'm thinking Scream Queen. Is it a Chad and Scream Queens? The Might guy. be a Chad. Uh, I mean, they're always a Chad. There's always an amazing guy. In what that the movie. fuck is his name? It, that guy's character. And it, it's got to be. A, it's like a Chester or a Charmander. Charmander. Season one of Scream Queens is, <laughs> is amazing. I just We're really going off tangent here. I just find it. I wonder how many movies have those those type of cannot uh, characters that cross over though, because I know that Piranha crosses over with Jaws. Yeah, because uh, oh god, what? It's not Paul Newman. What's what's the other old guy with the white hair? You can't think of his name. <laughs> I can't think he of his name. He was in uh, a lot of movies, Andy. I know he was in Mr. Holland's Opus. He, uh, some Steven Spielberg movies. He was Still, in. a lot of Steven Spielberg it's films. Me, Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> Jesus, why? <laughs> why couldn't I oh, not think of him? It was Trent. Trent. <laughs> that makes sense. It's spam, Andy. Oh, Trent is basically a Chet. Yeah, no, that I, I 100% agree. That is 100% a true statement. Uh, I'm not in mod mode on here. I, oh. thought, you, I thought you saw Scream Queens. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I've seen she- Scream Queens. Wow, what's that guy's fucking name from season? I don't one? remember. But man, speaking of things that have bad sequels, season two of Scream Queens is such a precipitous drop from the first one. Oh yeah, but season one is just beautiful. Oh, season one of Scream Queens is absolutely wonderful. Never watched. Fully recommend Glenn season Pop, he, one. Yeah, it's just a Chad. He's a, he's he's a, a, of course he's a Chad. He's a Chad. He's even got a cool song, I think, at some point in there. Yeah, Chad, Chad's amazing. Again, a Chad, a Trent, uh, a Chester. What was our starting point of this? Um, <laughs> oh, you being a terrible person. Oh, yeah, sure. No, you uh, uh, taking advantage of up-and-coming artists who yeah. don't know their way. I mean, you. $20 an hour is still pretty good. Yeah, it's still good. That's more than fair. Because yeah. there's people that charge like $10 per mini. And it's like you know they're spending oh, yeah. hours on a no, mini. No, I can't. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody oh, yeah. undervalues their work like hobbyist painters who are willing to paint for other people in their gaming group. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, that I want to? What do you... What do you mean? I'm just thinking about how much I'm sure you didn't charge for that giant tank you assembled for whoever you assembled that tank for. You should have charged $1,000 for the amount of labor you put into that fucking tank. It was, and you it was charged a lot of, not that much money, I'm sure. It was, it was not that much. But at the same time, I got to uh, I got the exposure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You are that guy. Was that your 11th movie, Brian? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. I, I, uh, Dan, you know this. Uh, I assembled somebody's bane blade i'm sorry and then i magnetized it so yeah. you could use all oh, eight versions yes. of the bane blade i did see that one i yeah. was afraid to ask how much you would charge if you did that a second uh, time. Not enough and even if he I mean, charges more he'll still charge not enough i know <laughs> there's well andy bear he like i learned my lesson i'll charge two percent more next time <laughs> <laughs> and then next time as I a will, friend i couldn't actually ask you to do that because i know how painful that kid is 
It's it's not it's not so bad now because it was it was like I said it was a yeah you know you're supposed to say it's fucking terrible I won't do it for less than I'll tell you what I I hate Brian spiders more than I hated the Bane blade I gave him some stuff to assemble he's like oh I'll get it done in a couple days I'm like I I assembled one of the things and I knew it was just a complete imagine it's a spider model. And I think each spider is in seventy five thousand parts, yeah. maybe only seventy thousand parts. But each segment every, of each leg is every separate. segment, every yeah, oh is an absurd amount. It's it is comical, and he didn't start till last night. And then I get a message in the middle of the night, like, yeah, this isn't gonna happen. And I was like, <laughs> and I knew when I gave it to him at some point he was gonna actually like you know because you hand him something to do, he's like, okay, whatever. Then he looks at it and then you're like, holy fuck, like it was just that uh, actual examination that I knew was coming. Yeah, so that was a gift to myself. <laughs> yeah, that you waited like. Like two months for <laughs> I, I knew it would be worth it at uh, some point you'd look at them yeah i definitely looked at them so yeah out of the eight legs that are on there there are two legs that actually fit into sockets oh, no. nathan and yeah. then all the rest are are ball and socket joints yeah. and they they're there's they're not great very for deep they're great mm, you can pose I any put, way you want i put one Cha-cha. of them i have one of it's over there are they somewhere. monopose ball and socket hmm well, if it's a ball it's, and socket, it, it, then. But it, but it's it's just like you would be surprised what people it's can just be creative like, about. It's, it's just fair. like a small little divot, so sure. it's it's got no like full on connection. It in gives there. you the illusion there'll be connections, but there's not <laughs> a connection. Correct. It's the illusion. It's of the connection. worst of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. and and they they have no instructions. Well, because you know, use your imagination. Who made you those? Do remember, uh, the devil. <laughs> it is War Games Atlantic, I think. Oh yeah, those models are not great. No, but they, they look nice when they're put together. If you know how to put them together, the best part really about cheap. it, yeah, they are very cheap. The one thing I found out about it too, which is kind of the great part, is somebody made a YouTube video of how to assemble them, which I had to watch, and it was it, it was linked off the War Games Atlantic site. That's which many bits there are in. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. And imagine every connection point not really connecting to another the other part of it. <laughs> yeah. That, it's not I mean it's not that it's just that's how many parts are and, and no piece goes well with the other piece it needs to go next to. Yeah, Correct. I get that in a day. <laughs> yeah. Um but, but so the the YouTube video that the guy had, the guy said I have to make this because this this kit is horrible. I can't <laughs> I this is I, I need to help. disparages the how terrible it is, and you know they didn't watch. They're like, ah, somebody did a how to build. Link <laughs> I think they knew what the video was, but he doesn't really go into it that bad. But <laughs> don't worry, you have not missed anything. Yeah, I have not missed much at all. But anyway, so the video, the YouTube video that's going there of explaining how to assemble these also has very sad, dramatic music happening in the background. <laughs> Like like the Sarah McLaughlin uh, Salvation or not Salvation Army, the Humane Society. Kind of just like a slow piano going on in the background. Every twelve hours, somebody has to assemble one of these. It's kind of something like that. Yeah. Um, No, no, no audio at all. Other than here's the deal: you have to build these spiders, or a dog dies. (laughs) There's there's a few dogs that died. Yeah. Sorry, a couple of them behind the shed right now. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, the Bane Blade, not so bad as compared to the spiders. At least, well, th- that was the issue with the Bane Blade then, too, is the Bane Blade had no numbers. 
attached to the sprues. All they had was just oh, yeah, random that, that, pictures. Yep, that kid is old enough that it's not numbered. Yeah. So it just says, grab the thing that looks like a hatch and put it on. And I'm like, there's like four hatches here. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, just grab that. Oh, yeah, it'll be fine. The problem with that also is in the turrets in like three different positions. If you're going to. No, nope. Uh, is it all in the same spot? Yeah. Even with the firing decks? Uh, the, yeah. I, I, I was able to get it. I mean, I got it working really well. I, I was very proud of the many <laughs> 30 hours I put in. That, that person thing. got their $20 <laughs> worth. Uh, he, he paid me, they, he gave me a little tip at the end. Um, I originally said I was going to do it for um, a pack of Marvel stuff. Um, which was it was a little bit more expensive Marvel stuff. It was at least a full Asgardian set. Um, I don't but that's know what only those cost. But that was only well, sixty bucks. A, right, of a two, which means you made two dollars an hour. <laughs> yeah, I did. You made two dollars an hour. Andy. I did. I did, and I had to buy some more magnets for it too. <laughs> <sighs> but it was a learning experience, and I know definitely if I Jeez. if, if I have to do it again and doubles his cost, you can still get this for hundred and twenty bucks. Worth it. That that's, yes. that's probably what I was gonna go for, yeah. or something like that. To have Which means you're jumping to four dollars an well, hour. Well, I, I saw the blame even thing that there's like a thousand magnetized things because you know those kits can use because that's I actually yeah well, I mean I just I want to be able to put a mild out and say what it's at the fact that you have to like put that that's like the even if even if War Machine was to tempt me and it, I don't see how it could but I never say I plenty I'm playing but I mean. I just want to put on a model, and that's the model. I don't want to have to put on this arm or this thing. Yeah. No, none of that bullshit. I'm not. That yeah. is, is a bridge too far for me in a game. That's how Mark Four is a little bit. Yeah, for that's the, what I mean. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what saying, and that's why oh, even yeah. if he was willing to play War Machine in general, the fact that it's going WYSIWYG, which yeah. so the arms like you can magnetize and stuff, but like the, nobody, the, nobody is going to give a shit about Cortexes. No one's going to call you on heads. Definitely not at a casual night, and I think any event, the tournament organizers are going to say, shut up, as long as they have it in their wrist, because you can't tell. Like, unless you have a telescope to see what your opponent's warjack's face is, yeah. you're not going to even tell. Well, I mean, the unfortunate truth is going to be used as, oh, you're causing other problems? Hmm, your list looks illegal. You used the wrong head. As long as, like, the TOs are using <laughs> oh, it as an God. excuse, yeah. you know, kind of like they use, like... Technically, it's illegal to have air fresheners hanging from your rearview mirrors in your car yeah. because you can't obstruct your view. And so cops will use it as an excuse to pull people over. And so if TOs are using it for that, to me, the worst is that, like, I'm losing a game and I'm a shithead, so I'm going to call my opponent out for having the wrong head so they're DQ'd so I get the Luckily, win. Luckily, wargaming groups don't have assholes Correct. like that. Well, that's why I'm saying, <laughs> and that's like, why it's an awesome any event I ever run... I need to go update the ATC player yeah. packet to fix that. Yeah, <laughs> and just say, you know... <laughs> Cortexes are what is declared in your list. Like, well, WYSIWYG arms, but Jesus Christ, those heads. Because I don't even know which head is which. Because the car, like, War Machine, it might be a little easier. In Warcaster, you have these tiny little pictures of monochrome line line drawings of a head. Three of the four of them look identical. You could pay me $1,000 to get those four heads picked correctly, and I'm not sure I could do it. I I could do it for the faction that I own. Like, for... For Kador, when I magnetized the original, uh, yeah. th- that chassis, I could tell you which head was but which. you're not going to look across the table at an Orgoth head and go, that's the wrong head. I've, I've, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't tell you. Well, some of the Crix heads, maybe, but... Just, do Crix jacks have heads? Yeah. Yeah, the Hell Jacks do. Do they? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Yeah. But I couldn't tell you oh, uh, the, the all the crab Crix jacks. I couldn't tell you what what heads those were supposed to be. 
They all look the fucking same. I can same. see Travis. That hurts wrong over there. What's funny is I could tell the difference between a Leviathan and a Harrower head from previously. So I don't know if they carried them over, but like I do remember the different heads from then. Well, sometimes yeah. heads are so like a head in a certain jack might just be a weird, unique thing that a certain yeah. head sticks out. I mean, that, like I could see. Correct. That. The only time it really would maybe even come up is like, oh, this one has tusks. Yeah, yeah. Get some binoculars. And the very nerdy way I could tell is that the 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 see. And now I said I could tell them apart, and I could tell them apart, but I, now I would. Which is which? Either the Leviathan or their Harrower, their head looked exactly like um, a uh, Gargant head from uh, um, uh, Dark Crystal. They have the exact same head. Gargant. Oh, the 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 the, 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 the little, crab monsters. The little the crabby guys. Muppet. Yeah. There, there's a lot of Muppets in that. <laughs> And those ones aren't Muppets. Those are people in suits. I never watched that crap. I don't. You inspire. never watched what? It looked dumb. Even as a child, Dark I Crystal? thought it looked stupid. What? What is wrong with you? I saw that as a child. I was like, no. You should have came with us. It was fucking awesome. Uh, Labyrinth is later on this month, too. Yeah. I don't. We really... saw it like four or five yeah, years ago. Yeah, we saw it its previous anniversary. We went yeah. and saw. Um... Uh, the scene, seeing old movies in the theater is lost on me. Even movies I love, I'm like, I can just watch it in my room. Yeah, that's fair. If I'm in a theater, all there are all there are opportunities for me to be annoyed. There's other. It's just. It's just. It's just. It's, just, it's, just, there's too it's many, a high bar. Yeah. Is Not, the pain of theater worth what yeah. this is going to give me? Going. For me? If I was in a theater alone, maybe like a friend or two, I could mm. possibly do a movie. Well, and there's a few movies where it's like, yes, I would like to see this on a seventy on seventy foot screen Correct. again. Yeah. And but. the blessing and the curse of seeing a movie in the theater is that there's an audience. And depending on the audience, that's either enhancing the movie with their mm-hmm. reactions or mm-hmm. it's ruining the movie because they won't shut the fuck up. And that's why I liked when I used to do it, but when I could stay up past, you know, 8, 8, 8 p.m. is midnight showings were good because usually you had a very dedicated audience that was in for the movie. Yeah. Regard, even if it was And a the crappy, theater experience. Yeah, the theater, theater experience with a good audience can be good. And midnight showings, people laughed when you were laughing or crying. I mean, it all everything was in sync, and that's what you yeah, want. Yeah, you don't get a midnight showing of someone on their phone the entire time. Correct. Right. People are there for a reason. And God, I forgot about midnight showings. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen many amazing midnight showings. Yeah, we've... Well, mm-hmm. Snakes we've on a plane. Stayed. Yeah. Did we see that at midnight? No, I thought that was like a Thursday thing. It was a, it was thing. a late. It, yeah, I definitely saw it the night it came out. And that wasn't the only movie I saw in the theater where I was okay with sound from the theater because <laughs> that was sort of the. Intent. And did you guys see it at the old theater off of High Point or High Crossing by the East Town Mall? No, because that's where I went and saw it opening night, and that's where there was a guy dressed as the plane, which is one of my favorite things about that is that a guy in a plane costume. Like of all the things to do to go to Snakes on a Plane, this dude cosplayed as the plane. Love it. Yeah, we saw it at uh, I think it was at point there point at the uh, the ultra screen. The theater right. that you mentioned that no longer there. It's the only time I was in a theater where it was actually like a stampede happened. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is actually terrifying. Hooray! <laughs> my God, I saw opening night of some Harry Potter movie because my first wife was huge into Harry Potter, and you know we didn't know all of the stuff we know about J.K. Rowling at the time. But we went and saw that, and the great thing about that one is it opening night, and of course the crowd's super rowdy. This is pre-movie; it's not even the trailers yet. Like sure. this is everybody's in the theater waiting for the advertisements to start, yeah. so they're rowdy as fuck because it's all like teenage girls because it's a Harry Potter movie. And so they were like screaming and chanting, and they got a chant going where half the teenage girls were saying Harry Potter and half the teenage girls were saying Draco Malfoy, and they were doing that. So then this like 30 something year old guy just stands up and just screams, Shut the fuck up to the entire audience. So then two or three minutes later, somebody comes in and kicks him out, right? (laughs) Which, fine, that's great. 
Two or three minutes later, his girlfriend stands up and slinks out of it. And it was magic because you know for those two or three minutes, she was debating staying to watch the movie. And then she's like, fuck, I can't. People didn't cheer when he got kicked out? They cheered when he got kicked out. So he gets kicked out. But then, yeah, there's a few minutes where you know his girlfriend is like, I really want to see this movie. (laughs) And she sat there and and thought about it. And then she finally got up and left also. When you see a midnight showing, the crowd will be rowdier beforehand. But again, when it starts, they know their place as far as like they get in sync. Because every single one of them wants to see that movie. None of them is just somebody who's bored watching it and they're going to be on their phone. And they're just, and the getting this beforehand is just honest to God, like enjoyment. And maybe the guy's like, why are people happy? Yeah. My my favorite interaction from a movie is I I don't know if Brian was with me at the time but we went to go see The Rock and uh, the, the in what just a theater right but what movie was he in no it wasn't The Rock it, it was he it was, was the island it was The Rock he was right on the island. yeah but as in not in Dwayne Johnson <laughs> not Dwayne Johnson yeah, I know he's not at the time he was just The Rock because he wasn't Dwayne Johnson no this was actually before The Rock. So he was the rock. What, what was this his name? is the was rock he Rocky, before the rock. Rocky, 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 he was Rocky Johnson. Yeah, he was Rocky Johnson. No, it was, it was Rocky before Malibia. he was the rock. Rocky, Rocky Malibia, Malibia, that's what it was. Yeah, Rocky Johnson is his father. Yeah. Come so, on. So okay, so <laughs> you went and saw Rocky Maivia. Yeah. In but but anyway, so at the very beginning of the film, at the very beginning of the film, there was a funeral that was happening where they were had a twenty one gun salute. Um, for you know the soldier or such, but uh, the theater that we were in had no audio through that whole part, so there was just no sound at, at all. Just people, it was all raining and that, and they go up for the, the twenty one gun salute, and as they fired, someone just yelled out, "Bang!" <laughs> yeah. God bless it's that just, person. Yeah, it's super They're helping, loud. and it was it was great. Yeah. That was like one of the best. Yeah, there's <laughs> moments in time where someone is the hero you need. I had kind of the reverse happen as far as the audio thing. When I when I went and saw opening night uh, Two Towers and I went and saw it in my my wife at the time and I were visiting her family down in Houston. And so we went and we saw it at some AMC theater there. And like it's coming to the end of the movie and like Frodo and, and Sam and Gollum are like there and you can see Mordor in the distance and the thunder's going and like holy shit this theater speaker system is amazing because this thunder is loud as fuck and it's like so immersive and they're like wow they gotta crank the Dolby's really kicking in this thunder and then the movie ends and the credits start going and the thunder's still really fucking loud (laughs) it turns out halfway through that movie we got hit with a tropical storm that was borderline (laughs) hurricane and that's what we were hearing for like the last 15-20 minutes of that movie was the city being destroyed around us nice yeah it was really immersive (laughs) category 5 Mordor (laughs) our uh, listener mentioned about when he said Prince of Persia he on a random day, he was the only one in the theater, and it's like it's because I think every theater only had one person see that movie in general. Yeah, I saw that in the theater too, so I can't say much about that. But I remember uh, such a good game, or at least a Sands, Sands of Time. Time. Sands is of Time is such one, a, a game. great game, and it is one of the most perfect length games. In so much as for me personally, when I played through it. You know, you you as you're playing a game, things get subconscious. At first, you're like, I want to jump. I need to hit X. I hit X. Now I jumped. And eventually, it just happens. Your brain is jumping. You're hitting X as much as in real life. You know, you'd react to something. And I got to that point with every par- aspect of that game exactly at the final boss. It's <laughs> like I have fully, this game is part of my circulatory system, and now it's over. Yeah. I'm surprised that has been remade. Uh, well, every yeah. sequel was terrible. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, 
The first one was still good, though. Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple things that happened since since so, the first so of the year. First year, we had Adepticon sign up. By the way, people were complaining like, "Oh my god, it's such a terrible battery!" I'm like, it was it was like a half an hour of inconvenience. It's like you motherfuckers haven't tried to sign up for Gen Con where it's like a day and a half of hell. Like, yeah. you're like thirty minutes of inconvenience, and you need to be in the lottery to get into the lottery yeah. to get a hotel room. Yeah. yeah, it's like back in my day. That's when the internet actually really sucked. You, you know, and and so the weird. only <laughs> thing that I could maybe say for I don't know. Can you like call up your host for your website and say just for today I need ten That's, times capacity? Well, so that, is that a thing you can do? You yeah. can. The so problem. The one thing I would blame yeah. is that they need to do that. Well, see, the C event actually had a global outage at one p.m. That was the actual problem. Perfect timing. Yeah. So then, then you double can't blame them. But yeah. if they weren't doing, I that, stopped being mad once I found out that their host had a global issue. But it was, wasn't yeah, it was, just yeah. they didn't pay the bill or plan well enough. But yeah, it was 30 minutes. Most most events most events that you do like that are supposed to be conveyed to your ISP or whoever's yeah. doing the hosting so they can yep. they can better prepare yeah. it. Also halfway through that line I realized that I just sell everything in the bag anyways and then that made <laughs> that then I'm like I'm just dropping down like stopping to try and even get a regular swag bag and just I will take that $70 and make my own swag bag in the vendor hall with stuff I actually care about. Yeah. Sure. I uh I traded my 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 uh, what was it? What did I get from there that I gave you for a cheeseburger? The Song of Ice and Fire. Song of Ice yeah. and Fire, I think for a cheeseburger. I got another one. I need a cheeseburger. You want another Song of Ice and Fire? <laughs> I don't need another one. Well, maybe Jim needs it if he was going to pick yeah, up. Yeah, I sold play. mine to someone for lunch too. You owe me a soda, <laughs> motherfucker. Fuck. <laughs> I have a reminder about that too. <laughs> and I was at a quick trip on the way down. I should have just grabbed it. Just a mountain But we might as well get into speaking of gaming things that have happened in the last week. A lot of new trailers came out. A lot of new trailers came out. Yeah. I feel like you guys have a topic on mine. I feel yeah. I feel like there, trying, I feel like everybody's trying to lead towards something. I don't know. Am I, am uh, I, am I, am I, 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 what, I I wasn't online last week. What did you well, guys do? That everybody won. Earlier. Everyone won. <laughs> everybody wins. Yeah, we're That's the great news that happened. I don't know if you watched the video I posted about that, but there's an insidious, beyond the hey we all won, there's an insidiousness to that because saying that the people complaining won implies that it's over. Yeah. Sure. I think what happened was Wizards of the Coast walked outside of their house the other day, and they, they had a gun on hand, and they fell, and they tripped, and they shot their own head out. They shot the brains out. <laughs> and while they tripped, out. they stepped on 87,000 rakes on yeah. the way down. It's like the... How does someone just fuck up that hardcore out of the blue and no one asked them to fuck? Such an unforced error. Such an unforced fucking error. So for for the folks that are out there that uh, don't know about this, who've been living under a rock, that don't touch uh, D and D. Some people might role play. So. Yeah, somebody. Mm-hmm. Some people don't role play that much. And we don't. We talk about it a little bit here and there, but we're a variety cast. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, uh, Wizards of the Coast uh, released sent to uh, different companies, different third people, party. third well, party let's people. Let's rewind a bit. Yeah, let's set some groundwork. The, well, no, that's what I'm saying is that they, we they need to rewind that. Oh. <laughs> we need to go way back in time and talk about the o- the first OGL. Like this okay. is important. So OGL. Dungeons and Dragons has something called the OGL, the Open Gaming License, which mm-hmm. is a thing that says 
please make content for this. Like, don't, you know, like you we have, have our intellectual yeah. property, but if you want to do homebrews and release them, if you want to make a book, if you want to make a magazine, if you want to have on your podcast where you come up with ideas. So actually we need to go even further back. Sure. TSR was the original people who owned D&D for, what, first and second ed- yes. edition? Yeah. Third as well. I don't uh, know. No, no, they no, got no. bought out by Watsy before they were all, they were, It was the yeah, yeah. third, third was Watsy. During Watsy? Yeah. Yeah. In any case, yeah. originally TSR existed. <laughs> yeah. During Actually, wait, we have to go back far that first. Sorry. Yeah. So there was the Big Bang, yeah. or God. Whichever way, something happened. I and that then- show. <laughs> so TSR, during second edition, decided that they wanted to try and... T- uh, get rid of anyone else coming up with role-playing games. Naturally, this failed. Yeah. They tried a lot of things with second edition. That's and then they got bought by people who were competent for a while. Yeah. And so they made the open gaming license that says, you guys can make your own content. Like, because the game's about creativity. And people can do this anyway. You know, you buy the red box for D&D. You go home. You're playing with your friends. It's junior high or high school. You're going to make up shit. You're going to invent a new character that thinks cool for you, a new character type. You're going to invent a new monster. You're going to do this stuff. And then and, I'm going to want that as yeah, well. Yeah, and then you're going to want that as well. And you're mm-hmm. going to share it. And you're going to come up with neat stuff. And, and the OGL, in very broad strokes, was an agreement with the company that says, you know, don't go too psychotic and encroach on our intellectual property. And in return, and don't be a complete chug yeah, of it. And in return, do this shit. And if you come up with the stuff and you're going to charge five bucks, so we don't care. And if you do this, we don't care. If you're like selling stuff, stuff for D and D, people are buying D and D. People are buying D and D. Yeah, it would be like the equivalent of like Toyota was like, if you want to make sp- fancy hubcaps for Corollas, we're okay with it because people have to buy a Corolla to buy your fancy hubcaps. Just and say made win-win. for a Toyota Corolla, yeah. not made by Toyota. Yeah. Yes. So it's this win-win thing that is the reason that D&D is the center of role-playing games. Like, it's a huge right part yep. of it, is that because of this, you know that you can make stuff for this game, which means this game can be the core for all. infinite intellectual property. Many, can many be built onto this fucking thing. So many companies. Pathfinder is OGL. Like, if you play Pathfinder, you're paying something that I mean, exists. hell, Privateer Press exists only because yeah, of this. Yeah, the yeah. Iron Kingdoms was OGL, right? Yeah. That's how this works. And it's win-win because these people are buying stuff. Even the more recent, uh, like, the Iron Kingdoms stuff that's fifth edition that they kickstarted, it's win-win because Privateer Press gets to sell their shit and you're still going to go out and buy the base player have, manual yep. and GM manual of Dungeons & Dragons to run it. It's win-fucking-win. And then CEOs happened. So they took that gaming license, and the thing that happened a week ago actually technically didn't happen because they were doing it behind closed fucking doors because they were going to surprise people with it. But they were making a new version that instead of all that, it said anything you make, we own and can use as much as we want to. Also, you have to report all the money you ever make. If you make too much money, we get a cut of it. Also, we can change this anytime we feel like, because fuck you. The original OGL was 600 words. The new one was 6,000 words. And most egregiously, in my opinion, by the way, this also applies to everything previous. Retroactive. We are Mm -hmm. null and voting the original OGL. All this shit is the case. We cut twenty five. We get twenty five percent of the money you make over a certain amount. We own anything you ever make, and we can use it in perpetuity. Uh, just fucking monstrous. And they didn't even come out with it. This was all leaked because they sent it in secret to creators to sign NDAs and contracts agreeing to abide by this rule to, to agree to it. And also, well, the, 
yeah, I guess part of the rollback is when they're saying that they well that they were the looking most, for feedback. Correct. The for most the, they never draft. said they were looking for feedback <clears throat> well, ever. Like I said, the most charitable yeah. interpretation possible is this is contract negotiations. And sure, however, there's such a big power imbalance that that. It's not a negotiation at this point. And there point. were even rumors back last year about OGL being modified, but none of the details came out like a week ago. Yeah, yeah. They, they, people knew something was going to happen. Because they were doing this at the same time as doing one D&D, which was the mm. actual feedback seeking from players about the actual game changing. Correct. Right? So they were doing feedback on that as a smokescreen. Meanwhile, the whole time, they're changing how the OGL is going to function, sending that in secret with contracts and non-disclosure agreements to the big creators and Kickstarter and stuff like that so that they can get this done. The plan was to drop it on the 9th and have it binding by the 13th, but it leaked the week before and the internet exploded. Yeah. Because D and D Fourth Edition did not use the OGL, and almost no one made stuff because there was—I think it was called the GSL. Yep, was such a terrible contract, and people were like, "I'm not going to make make stuff for this game. This is not a good deal." So no one made Fourth Ed content, and Fourth Ed died quick and fast for lots of reasons. But that was when you have no third third party support is such an important element of D and D because I, I even for well because head, they so can't write books from other people. Yeah. I use so much Cobalt Press yeah. stuff and other things I'm happy with and. And you just when it's just one company, you just get you just, just fucking you know. like one shot adventures. What, you know, yeah. like not even like making yeah. like not even just like kick not like Pathfinder's a whole fucking game system, right? But that's a big thing. You know, private press with the iron cameras, that's a big thing. A if I just want to do a Kickstarter for a couple hundred dollars to release a PDF of a one off adventure because I have a neat idea in my head, nope. Fuck you. They own that. Yeah, it's it's uh yeah. I mean, and Watsi is like the George Lucas for this, where they can come up with really good broad stroke ideas, and then they fuck up every execution. Yeah. Well, and then he, so this exploded. People got furious because, hey, gee, surprise! You cha- you trained your entire player base to band together as as underdogs against a, a larger, stronger evil. It's almost like they've been waiting for this day. So the player base explodes. People are canceling their their D and D Beyond subscriptions, like their the all the stuff. So D and D releases a fucking press. Uh, release that is just like oh well hooray we're so happy for your feedback it's win-win because we learned to change it we're so sorry that that's the way you read it a these were just drafts liars they were fucking contracts you sent to people b oh we never thought that you'd read the part where we said that we own everything you ever make to mean that we'd own everything you ever make that an honest mistake (laughs) fuck you (laughs) you know like that doesn't you didn't trip and fall and put that wording into your contract it was fucking there and they're like oh we we just wanted to make sure people wouldn't abuse our stuff for NFTs. Your Hasbro, you're selling Power Rangers NFTs right fucking now. Like, eat, eat an ass. That entire press release was such horse shit. And everywhere, even the stuff they said in the press release, like, we've heard you, we'll change this part. Bullshit. We'll wait until you actually release the OGL to A, to see if it's changed, and B, to see if there's still a sentence that says we can change all of this anytime we want to. Yeah. Because if that second sentence still agree still exists, the entire other 6,000 words is irrelevant. You need a sentence that says everything ever made is not being touched, and this will never be touched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have, it has to be another. I mean, and I love, and the thing is, but it is definitely, they definitely are walking it back. And I think that, I mean, I think they realize that their, their brain isn't strong enough to not do it. Yeah. They, they, they know what happened with 4E. They, 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 
And the fact that all these other companies are like, hey, we're gonna buy band together with our own open, yeah. you know, our own their own version of an OGL. I forget what they call it. Orc. Yeah, or, yeah. So yeah, so yeah, it's we Pizer can have a multi-eyed beam shooter in any fucking game. You know, we can live without Beholders. We can live without Strahd. I'll we, be honest, I will miss Illithids, but I'm willing to sacrifice them. Yeah. I mean, you can have them. They just have to be called M- Millithids. What like, the hell is an Illithid? Mind flares. Oh. They are beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can have those anywhere. Like, that, that's that's the thing. Is like, yeah. at the end of the day, T- uh, uh, Watsi has nothing that we can't get from somebody else. It's just a matter of the... Thousand Forgotten Realms. Yeah, we can have the I Don't Remember think, It lands. no more Drits. Yeah, no more... Oh, no, I can't well, he have... He hasn't done much in a while. Yeah, he hasn't done much in a while. But, that, like, they have nothing. They have nothing. And and all they had was the, the, the apathy of people to not move to something else. Mm-hmm. And it's not that hard to invest 40 bucks in a new game system and just take all your minis and, and yeah. live with it. Well, I mean, and there are you a, can yeah. file the serial numbers yeah, yeah. off in and the, move on. At the end of the day, though, there, there's still a lot of people who just buy the books from stores who don't care at all about third party. I, I've sure. seen plenty of people who just buy D&D products. They try to keep their spending somewhat under control, so they don't care at all about third party. So... No matter what, there's still, there's some percentage that lives are not going to change. Yeah. Yep. But it's hard. It was such an. I'm so sick of corporations being just so blatantly evil, and I think I think we're getting a, a slight buildup of that. Yeah. It's too slowly. I, I want more corporations to be crushed, but we're not quite there yet. But you know, we're moving that direction. Yep. But I think they would lose a ton of fucking. Energy. Well, and I I would be more willing to give them a more charitable read if they had produced a single D and D content in the last eighteen months that wasn't shit. Yeah, unfortunately, some of the I, I didn't read through all the Dragonlance stuff closely. I, I only glanced. I have my own reasons for hating Dragonlance, but even some of the other ones, they're just so. Well, I well, I yeah. was I mean I love Spelljammer, and their Spelljammer books are terrible. I, it's really like I I still might try to find some way to do Spelljammer in the future, and I will have to use third party stuff to correct. make it. Correct. If they had produced a single supplement in the last eighteen months, that wouldn't have made my job as a DM harder. Yeah, I would be more willing to give them some benefit of the doubt, but this feels to me just so much like, wow, we can't produce good content, but they are. Let's just charge them twenty five percent. And even without the charging twenty five percent, because if you're below, if you're below the threshold, which I mean, again, they can change anything they ever want to whenever they want to, uh, because it says so in the contract. But even if they didn't change it, and it was that. Even if they don't take your 25%, they own that content. Correct. And they can just slap a new cover on it and put it out to market. Yeah. The, the sad part about it, too, is the part of the rollback that they did with their their little uh, their message, um, they, were, they were saying one of the reasons why they had the, the, the initial wording in there is to prevent people from doing NFTs and also making horrible, horrible content, as in something that's absolutely racist, yeah. something that's absolutely, you know, just homophobic any any of those type of content is stuff that they don't want which is noble i understand that it's but also then, the original ogl yeah but, the one time someone but, tried that with D, they shut it down with the ogl and sued that company out of oblivion in three weeks but also then if they're worried about that then why release an official supplement to the goddamn game that includes racism as in the Spelljammer thing, with the problems with the, one of the races that well, are yeah, in I mean, there they didn't pull it out right away yeah yeah but how it got but, but passed, i mean how it got, how that yeah, got, got to print yeah, because that was the whole thing. Yeah, they're slaves, I forgot about they're, they're that slaves, one. Slaves, but they like it type of approach. That was just like, like how <laughs> do you, their house elves? It was no, it was worse. Yeah, yeah it was how bad. Do, how do you? I get that someone wrote it because people are idiots, but they have editors, and the editor mm-hmm. r- read that. And they yeah, that makes sense to me. When 
He went to print. When White Wolf reacted quicker about the terrible racist stuff that was in the latest vampire thing yeah. than they did about Spelljammer yeah. is pretty bad. And White Wolf is definitely not the same size of company as Wizards of the Coast. Correct. Yeah. But I mean, and like Vampire was built on edge. Yeah. And they still were like, this is too far even for us. Also, the other thing they were saying they were doing with the new OGL is they wanted to make sure that this content was all protected from huge corporations. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a billion-dollar corporation. Yeah. You're the huge corporation. Yeah. yeah. So I... Not like a bigger no fish is coming along to steal. You're not you're not some scrappy independent publisher. Jesus Christ. I did I did see this in a, in a video. I did share it on our Discord though. Um join our Discord. Any yeah, join our Discord. Um just go to our Facebook. Uh I think I have a pinned for uh for joining our Discord. I there. haven't changed the link this time. <laughs> um but if you don't, then message us on our Facebook and we'll get you set up. Um but any kind of frustrations you have about this OGL, you should not take it take it uh, take employees. it out on employees of Wizards of the Coast, um, content creators. You shouldn't do that either. It's it's literally is pretty much just the management of Wizards of the Coast mm-hmm. that's and that's really true done this always. Like yeah. like Bobby Kotick could be flayed alive and dunked in lemon juice, and it would not be enough. But if you are ever screaming obscenities at a random Activision Blizzard employee. Yeah. You're, you. you're an you, you're, you're, the, yeah. you're the problem. You're, the you're problem. part yeah. of the problem. Well, and even like on Friday, Critical Role came out with an announcement that was basically we can't really talk about this because we probably already signed this, but you know, we support open so I mean, you know, this open license I movement. Say, I was trying to they've been kind of quiet. Well, well they have well, been and quiet. Matt Mercer liked one tweet well, that they, was yeah. yeah. That, that yeah. But, but like, they, they did a very like like Dan was saying, for obvious legal reasons, it's fairly vague, but it's like imagination from all of us together yeah. is what makes our community great. And, it's and like, like <laughs> I cannot blame them for that response, even though, you well, know, they, like they I can are, get they why are, they are so much. Yeah. They have yeah. so much coming and they have to be very careful. Correct. They, they have no, their own brand. Like 40 in, some in people's jobs that they could completely lose if they say the wrong thing. Like I'm not going to blame them from yeah. being they careful when they're wording from a pow- uh, power yeah. imbalance position. But they also, yeah. Critical Role has put themselves in such a weird stance where they have to always bend the knee to their fans because they, they've kind of, that, that's kind of also their gimmick is whatever their fans want, they have to change to. I mean, that's why all parasocial relationships are awful. Yeah. But I think I think theirs is worse than normal. I like Critical Role. I don't want to be negative, but I mean, I feel like their parasocial is even more unfortunate for them than some other places just the way they have to do things it's just a lot and you can see it every time every time it becomes painfully obvious the way they say certain things because you know it's just not a natural thing you can just tell they're like bending the knee in such a weird way the, the knee is just bent too awkward <laughs> sometimes it's sideways just, yeah it's just like uh <laughs> but Back, i mean but, but, but the amount of money they're getting you know what that is. you can't <laughs> with the amount of money being thrown at them constantly correct it's like I may not agree with this decision, but I would probably make that same decision if I was in that yeah. spot. Again, oh, yeah. it's the Adam Sandler. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I understand why they're doing it. Yeah, no, they, and people are just, people love to give the money because the whole parasocial thing, it's like, no matter what they do, they could just say, hey, can you guys just send us money? They could just say, just send us money. We need it for something. People just give them money. Yeah. They wouldn't even have to say for anything. Right. It's just, we need some money. Can you send us money? People like, that's the thing with Patreon. You don't even have to offer anything. It's just like, I have a Patreon. People are like, cool, here's money. But yeah, it is what it is. That whole element. It's good and bad. Listen, eventually Becca Scott will marry me if I watch them enough. <laughs> I don't know who Becca Scott is. Isn't she married? And she'll leave him. Sure. 
Yeah. Well, Brian, you, that's how these relationships I mean, work. If if you show enough love, you can. If I kill Reagan. Nowadays, so Nova Open is actually at that hotel, and I'm like, that would be a cool thing to see that plaque. Oh man, you like, could cosplay as <laughs> you cosplay as Reagan. I'll cosplay as Mark David Chapman. Or wait, no, was that <laughs> which which one was Reagan and which was Lennon? And is it funnier if I dress as the wrong one and show up and go, dang it, wait a second? I think Chapman is uh, that is, was Lennon. Is that was Lennon. Lennon yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was listening to the Beatles on the way over here, so it was in my head. Yeah, so D and D was hilarious. I mean, I, I, we played D and D today. It was fun. And I'm just looking over at all the third party shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I gotta... the third party shit that is making us subscribe to D and D Beyond and buy the core books. And you know, like, Jesus Christ. And that's the other depressing thing is like I know that one D and D will not fix any of the reasons why I've stopped playing D and D, which is just they made it so hard to be a DM without like fix your goddamn encounter balancing system. Well, yeah, but I find that in games, I mean, my, my encounter balances are always, I, I never I never went off their system anyway. Well, that's because it doesn't work. Well, and every, but every group is different. The encounters mm-hmm. I throw at one group is completely different for encounter at a different group. And so, it also depends on, like, I, uh, it, it's, one thing I like is it's, it's like, also, players, I know, like, especially players who can pick their spells per day, like, I know that that character has a solution in his repertoire, but maybe he didn't plan that spell out for that next day, so maybe they're doubly, you know, if they, mm-hmm. if they change things up from the way I expect, it can be pretty ridiculous. I definitely sometimes go, well, I don't know they're going to kill this, here you go. And, I go, and sometimes it works, you know. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I take attack roll, and go, oh, I didn't realize that was 70, 10 damage to that 7th level character. Yeah, there were a couple one-shots today. <laughs> <laughs> we stood him back up, but yeah, it happened. I I find it hilarious though. Before they rolled out their their rollback for the OGL for their their apology letter or whatever it was, um, well, the the amount of people more. going through to cancel their D and D Beyond subscriptions is is it, and that's that's a great way to kind of well, hit them in their wallet because someone on their accounting like, team talked to Gizmodo or something because they were like this was a noticeable double digit decrease in D and D Beyond revenue was we, what caused that letter to go out nothing or, else it was flat out we, enough people canceled D and D Beyond stuff that they had to respond they, they, the servers crashed. With the amount of people or, canceling their fucking accounts. Yeah, so it was either a crash or a purposeful takedown because when it came back up, they hid where you can cancel your subscription. Oh, really? They put it deep. <laughs> it, it originally was like right away. Oh, so they, it, so they hid it deeper in the menu. Yes, they did a dirty. They took de- the website down to make it harder to cancel your subscription. That, that makes sense. Uh, it, I went through with my mom to cancel Norton. Antivirus or Norton uh, LifeLock off of her Norton Virus, yeah, Norton Virus. Um, But I went through the subscription part there, and I had to go through I think like four different windows of like, yes, I want to cancel. Yes, take me to the next screen. Yes. (laughs) Do you remember that guy who he recorded it and he he started the recording after it had been a while, but it was like he was on the phone. I think it was Charter. So good news to those of you who are working for Charter competitor, where it was like literally over an hour of him saying yes, I want to cancel, and the person just refusing to cancel. (laughs) Where they just kept on saying it's like, well, what is your internet connection? like and yeah. like no i don't and it want was it literally just saying uh <laughs> nope i just want to cancel i know nope, what I, I just want to cancel and yeah, the, the recording problem, went on for like a fucking hour yeah. and unfortunately a couple of us have our call centers you know that that person has to do that if they want to keep their job correct which is it's, why when i dropped charter a few years ago i just flat out lied and said i moved out of the service yeah, area 
whenever I yeah, you have you, you have to know because like I'm gonna call, save you a whole bunch of time. We both know this is a lie, but I'm moving outside of the yeah. service area. Yeah, you have to know that. Yeah, whenever I call call centers because I've spent time with them, I work related to them. I know the gimmick things to say to kind of expedite things past it. Yeah, you can't use the truth. In those Correct. Situations. The script is written for the truth. <laughs> yeah, those poor employees. Yeah. But yeah, D and D Beyond. The thing it's, is, it's challenging. Is like I love D and D Beyond though because it's so nice because so much is in there. Is yeah, I can search and, and find things. It's all the database is really nice and a lot of other and you can don't trust have, it. Yeah, like normally if you just do a Google search for something, you'll get that stupid D and D wiki that's full of homebrew shit. Yeah, it's just nonsense. So, but and, and other and there are other. I mean, there are other. There are other good games. It's just. I mean, we talked about this offline. Is if I walk into any city in the, and I can walk. If I find out, there's like, three things true of every game store. Yeah. There will be magic. There will be 40k, and, and there will be DD. Yeah. And all three of them, it's the same thing. Which is what Brian's saying is that you know you can play it. Yeah. Every Friday night magic is a universal thing. Yep. Uh, I think even D and D has. I think D and D used to be Wednesdays, and I think now it's all Mondays. I think they they, they used to have a night where every store. Had they might have split it up, but I yeah. think you are if you are a big enough stalker, you are required to have at least one night a week of D and D Adventure League. And the issue is, and 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 it's they're popular because they're popular. You know, if you want to get a, an RPG in at the game store, if you if you want to get a minis game in at the game store, you either have to scrape and desperately work like a fucking second full-time job to get three other people to play Batman with you, or you just play 40K, right? And that means that that's always going to be the case Correct. because you so can't there pull them enough. No joke, in Madison, there are more 40K groups who don't talk to each other and in two cases hate each other than there are people who want to play War Machine. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not it, even all all bumbles aside, all yeah. things being equal. Just the pure math of it, it just means that due to inertia, it'll stay that Correct. way. Because if you're going to spend the money to start an RPG, well, D and D's right there. Why would I try to learn Shadowrun? Why would I try to find five other people to come to my place and, and D &D play Deadlands? It's such a simply because you can do all these types of worlds in D and D. It covers. All, I mean, it's still fantasy general, but you can really go in random directions, and it still covers a lot of what you want to do. D and D also does progression of characters well. Sure, I've played, and there are other good. Systems, yeah, and I'm not saying it's not a good game, yeah. and it's only because of that. But Correct. it's, but it's a huge it's fucking part well, of it. People have a. Pro Luckily, I don't have this problem. People are like, well, I spent money on it. I can't quit. It's like, yes, you can. You yeah, can yeah. quit right now. I could throw everything I own away right now and do something new tomorrow. I would be content. Imagine. I, I, I say I dream of this place burning down. I would be the happiest person <laughs> in the world if this place burnt to the ground because I get to start over tomorrow with something new. Yeah. If you didn't own those things, like the money's gone. Yeah. The, yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. The money's gone. It's all about time. Yeah. Time is so much more useful than money. But, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, and, and, and if nothing else, like, like you said, like nothing's going to kill it. It's not going to go anywhere. But even if this just like evens the scales a bit and lets other people come up, like the one that we've talked about a lot is the 2D20 system, Modiphius. You, you know, like you it, talk about yeah. that. It's like there are a dozen different licensed worlds for 2D20 and their system is going open so that you could just slap any Chrome you want onto it. If you want to have a Golden Girls RPG that uses the 2D20 system and who the fuck wouldn't, uh, you know, where you know, use your menopause stat and your snarkiness snap to make your role, to make fun of your 80-year-old boyfriend, whatever. Like, you can, right? And so hopefully, if nothing else, people are angry enough about this to finally actually go, I have options. 
And, and it's those, okay yeah. if you stick with D&D. And it's okay, but no. For those who want the safety no. net of D&D, Pathfinder is still there, because Pathfinder is D&D, but crunchier. Yeah. Which, it's it's too crunchy for some, which I get. But, I mean, it's still familiar enough that you could have your group be less crunchy. You could, your DM could say, hey, we're going to play Pathfinder. We'll just ignore a little bit of the crunch. We won't care about the flanking. We won't yeah. care about this. We'll just play, and that way we can still... And I think, well, you know, like, like, I, like my campaign, whatever happens, I'm not going to stop my current campaign being in 5e. We're just, you know, we're, deep, we're, we're a year over into it. It's It's, it's fun, but... I would definitely consider possibly moving away from that theoretically in the future. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, this is something we've bandied about speaking of the 2D20 is that like between you and I, like you own you I own Fallout. Fallout, I own Dune and Conan and John Carter. Uh, you know, somebody could pick up Star Trek, somebody could pick up, you know, Mutant Chronicles. I mean, There's so many 2D20 systems. And so we've talked about learning the system because e- every person at this table could DM a different campaign you know which is neat but we've all been too apathetic to do it and this has pushed me to like fuck it like within the next month or two i want to have i want to be in a position where i would feel comfortable and i want to get a campaign going yeah because and I, and you know I, and i just need an, i need any excuse to actually push forward and work on the follow but it's like yeah but exactly there's there's other like life just like apatheticness and, and yeah. work draining my energy and Those one of us had things. to be first you know yeah. you're already our dm in D D to make you also do the fallout would just be not fair right yeah. but if i gm john carter which is in the 2D20 system, so it's 80 to 90% identical to Fallout. Because one nice thing about the 2D20 system is that each of them is slightly different, yeah. so you can kind of tweak it a little, like talk about crunchiness. Like, John Carter is like the least crunchy RPG system outside of a diceless system. Because uh, you just make shit up and say, sure, here's some dice. But like, if I were to GM it, then our group can become familiar with the system to the point where it'll be easier for you to run Fallout yeah. or for Andy to pick up Star Trek because he loves Star Trek and to DM the Star Trek or, you know, whatever. It'd be so boring. The Star Trek one's interesting you because it's way more... You find a planet. It, it, away teams. <laughs> it's about the away teams. You go yeah. down there and somebody uh-huh. gets turned into a cube. The Star Trek one is interesting because it's way more about assisting each other in skill checks. Sure. Which Star Trek should be. Sure. I, I was going to say, though, it's like if we're, if we're looking at different game systems, too, technically, I mean, there's there's a ton of older game systems that don't that don't have any new stuff out, yeah. like the old I, IKRPG system. Mm-hmm. I've that, been playing uh, a lot of Call of Cthulhu lately, yeah. and that one, I love that system because it is the only RPG I've seen where it actively discourages combat. Yeah. Yeah. And that can be good, but sometimes you want well, it, people it, it's, who want... Like, if you're sitting on to play D&D... Yeah. Well, and we, like, like last time we played, we had no combat. This combat, we had. Two, yeah. This time we had two. Like, like I think I, I agree. That's a gimmick of it. And it's, yeah. and it's a cool element, but I think it's nice. I mean, it'd be hard for me. My only RPG. Yeah. To be well, it, it's good for the normal group I play with because we play forty k on another night of the You're week. So tired so we, of dice. Sure. <laughs> I'm tired of dice, and I'm tired of solving every problem with my fist. Yeah. For the group that is my wife and a bunch of friends from high school, we already talked about it, and this system would be awful for them. Yeah. Just because they would not enjoy it. No. And it's like, I, I think in any in any RPG you could make those kind of things correct back and forth. But Cthulhu is that that's it's built more in heaven correct. Than other I I love the fact that your skills get better from using it, and that you have to think about non combat solutions because if you get into a fight, if you survive, you are spending the next month in the hospital. So <laughs> like to the point where we just actually we just use a website and generate random characters because we rotate about one character every other session. Someone dies or goes insane. So we always just set up plots where it's but, like, this is a detective agency, and we have a really high turnover. But and you know what? If you're cool with doing one-off yeah. characters, you can also just do one-off systems. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Play play it two or three sessions 
of some random system you've never done because there's a lot of weird shit out oh, there. Yeah. I had dropped half as a joke and kind of half not as a joke. I mentioned Dread, which is a system I learned about recently where the skill checks are you pull out a, a tile, you, you do a round of Jenga. You have to get a Jenga block out of there and put it on top. And if the tower falls, your character fucking dies. So on the one hand, there's actually some skill. It's not just randomness. On the other hand, also, the longer the session goes, the more dangerous shit gets because that tower's getting taller and taller. That's neat. I wouldn't want to play a two-year-long campaign of that. But if I was going to get together with you guys and play like a three-session thing, like just we're going to meet. That sounds like a perfect convention game. It'd be fucking great, you know? Yeah, that, that's the kind of, I think in a short-term environment, that's fun. Anything else, it's just tedious. Yep. Yeah. But I don't like fun that much, so like to me, that doesn't sound that great. But it, but for a short-term one-off, it probably would be a lot of fun. Yeah. That would suck having to re- reset up. You throw it away. I mean, when that tower the, falls, like, I don't know. No, I say, like, you cut your, cut your game short. Like, you have, oh, yeah, yeah. You, like, two weeks, you have to let that fucking Jenga think, tower well, sit on the table. I think resetting <laughs> the tower is the equivalent of, like, a long rest. Like, everybody's oh, in a sure. good position now, right? It's probably, yeah, it's during combat, you just do that. I played a game called Eclipse Phase. It was a, it's basically, like, Dead Space, the game. It was basically, you run around in space and you did everything. And it was, that was a game where a lot of times you kind of wanted to avoid combat, but you had to deal with things. But it was weird, because you made the, it was, it was, the perc- it was a percentage game, so you you you'd, your character maybe yep. you had a. But that game was the thing with the percentage game universe, and this is I think true of, of most games I've played where it's all percentage dice versus you know a d twenty or d eight or whatever. Is you your your progression after you go is it, it's it's so hard to feel. It's okay. You start off your character has a sixty eight percent as your starting Correct. point, and then it's gun. just incremental. You've improved. leveled up. Oh, after the, these three sessions, now you're at sixty or seventy one percent, which is huge, but, but it doesn't feel huge. Yeah, you, yeah. you, you really in this last. Like, levels are stupid. Hit points are stupid, but they also on their face you go oh. Like, exactly. and that's the thing is like it 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 is dumb that a level one mage is killed by a house cat. Well, not and, anymore. But. Sure, yeah, but but the, the exaggeration of it, but yeah. that's and and at the other end is like when you're a level twenty barbarian, you can fall out of a you can fall into orbit from the space shuttle and then yeah. hit impact and you'll survive it, yeah. right? Yeah. That's fucking stupid, but it's easy to look on your sheet and feel like you grew. Yeah. And it's cool when someone's like, hey, I, 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 I got hit by 75 damage, I'm fine. You know? yeah, but yeah, yeah. It, you are right. Hit points by default are dumb, but it does work very well. And it's not mm-hmm. even just in RPGs. It's, you know, you're playing a video game and you'll get yeah. like a skill point Same that takes thing. you from 68 to 71, like you said. And it's like, eh, And they all use hit points too. You so know, yeah, there's a, yeah. like I'm replaying The Witcher 3 because they have the enhanced editions that yeah. came out. And the gear has slots to put on runes. And I have never, my whole like 200 hours playing it the first time and I'm like 90 hours in this time, I've never put a rune on a weapon or a sword because every rune is just like plus two percent to igni i don't give two fucks about two percent that could be game-breakingly amazing when nathan reads plus two percent he does not care especially when you can put like three ruins on by the way i, I you need to stop playing that game and play horizon uh forbidden west, forbidden west. yes i would need to go back and reinstall horizon zero dawn because i got mad at one fight you gotta finish those games i, I can't God talk. damn have it you, have you played forbidden west all the way through i'm gotta, playing through it again gotta, listen so, one fight annoyed when me. i saw the xpc the trailer for the dlc when that horse thing moves yeah I've never it, it took me twice because yeah. the first time I'm like, the fuck did I just see? I know. When a video game, when you see a thing move in a trailer, it shouldn't affect me as a person that much. But yeah. it's such a terrifying thing because the implications of that moment 
it's so fucking good in a trailer. That is the only game I have ever played where I go into complete media blackout until I fi- finish it. Oh, yeah, it. no, I brought... Because I, yeah, I, I didn't know what I was walking into the first time other than you told me, yeah, it's bows and robots. And then I, I, my wife was in Maryland visiting her parents after Adepticon. I'm like, I'm lonely and bored. I'm going to buy this. And then I'm like, shit, it's the next day. The combat <laughs> feels so good. It's mm-hmm. such a smooth guy. The miniature game that came out, the miniatures for that game are so beautiful. Oh, so fuck too. Ted Farrow. Oh, yeah. I hope the DLC has audio logs you can Got find him. where he bought Twitter. Nathan, it's covered. I, <laughs> <laughs> it is covered in the best possible way. Yeah, you gotta keep. I mean, even, yeah, 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 yeah. Good old Ted Farrell. Yep. Yes, exactly. Annoyingly, annoyingly believable character. Play the sequel, please. Play all these yeah. Yeah, so things. And I, I love some I know, that rock biter annoyed me. I was done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't blame you. Did you get to the part where you uh, ran into the two possessed rock biters? In- no, I think it was the very first rock. rock, okay. rock it was like some random. Was it the uh, one in the quarry? Yeah. And they're like, okay. there's a thing there. And I fought it like four times. And I'm like, this, I, I have to fight this slightly different than every other fight. And that yes. annoys me. So I turned it off. My brain wasn't ready to do sure. different tactics. Yet you throw a pallet in Dead by Daylight for 2,000 hours, and you get shocked every third time it doesn't go right, and you keep playing. It's so bizarre to me that for that mentality to like keep forgiving DBD when it keeps fucking up the... <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's just amazing. It's amazing but it, to me. It's, that a, it's, a great, it's a great, you know... On the plus side, I system. now have a second recommendation. <laughs> just play goddamn Horizon. Yeah. I've been in West- I will say I am kind of sick of long video games, and that and that it's hard that, for me yeah. to play it because it is a it's at least every every quest in, in Horizon Forbidden West, even the first one, they feel like fun. Like I don't they don't feel that off. They feel like enjoyable. There's things happening. Like the characters and the the side characters have some depth to it. It's not yep. that bad. I didn't do I didn't hundred percent. I hundred percent of the first game. I did not hundred percent. I'm working the through the last stuff. The nice thing about uh, the platinum for Forbidden West is you don't have to do everything, oh. which is really nice. Like. For instance, there's you a... You don't need a gold in every single... Correct. Or, uh, yeah. You have to do some stuff. The big one is, like, there's Machine Strike, which is, like, Gwent. Yeah. You don't have to beat every Machine Strike site. You have to get X number of victories. You can do that however you want, but, like, I ground it out in, like, an hour and a half. And that was, like, the worst trophy. That's in, like, good. the first Forbidden game I played, and, like, Spider-Man, when I, and, and even I played uh, the, the, the Knights... Or what's the... She, Ghost of Tsushima? Yeah fucking beautiful game too you, you played that yes lot. like those games when i finished i was like at 90 plus percent anyway so i'm like well i because I, I, I was the game ghost was so of tsushima i didn't i was going to 100 and then i found out about the one where you have to go to nine unmarked spots and i'm like nah, i'm out now luckily that wasn't as Google bad exists. as i thought because it yeah i, I yeah. looked it up because mm-hmm. it's literally yeah when you it didn't tell you in game but if you were near someone and press like a button you'd wave at someone and if you wave at people near a certain thing accounted for this achievement and i had no idea but it, it took like twenty minutes. It was. It was. It was. It was just annoying. Yeah. But I thought it was going to be this like atrocious thing that would take me like seven years. <laughs> the worst is the ones that are like they'll have uh you know collect a hundred of some random doodad that they're hidden around, and they have a hundred of the doodad, and they're not marked. And you finish the game and you have 87 of them. So even if you Google the list, you'll have to go back to all 100 because you don't know what 13 you're missing. Yeah, I, that's the worst. For Assassin's Creed 2, I was so close in the stupid feather quest. I eventually printed out all the maps and my wife and I just spent an afternoon where she was just with a clipboard and a pen and we were jumping around I, and, and marking them off. Did, fun. I did yeah. that for some game because I was like, it was like the last achievement and I, I had to yeah. do that. So I was going through everything. 
And I was like, God damn. Well, and like halfway through, we're like, this, Valley, this is not even fun. Why are we doing it? I'm like, I'm so close. Yeah. yeah. Your, <laughs> like, your brain doesn't care. That's how they get Well, to- yeah, it's like, the, fuck I'm sun one, cost. This has to be finished because otherwise this this whole afternoon was wasted. I am one card away from a Marvel Snap complete collection of pool one for one to th- one, pool one to three, and then I can stop playing the game. <laughs> but I cannot stop. And I, I mean, all you do is play, play for two more days, and I'll have a complete pool three collection. Sure. And then I have... I, is I, that including the fours that are dropping to three in a couple weeks? Nope, no, nope, because it, it's, it's you, cool. you have to beat them. <laughs> if I because do if you don't fun. get this one before then, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I got to borrow your phone for two weeks. <laughs> I was done with Gwen, but I played it for almost two hundred hours to get to the fifth thing. Yeah, I just played. I put probably two hundred more hours into it just to complete the thing. I, I, I could, I could, I could mentally complete the goal I had, and then I never touched it again after I did the, my goal. I was like, I got what I wanted, but I couldn't walk away knowing I was that close to it. I mean, it was two hundred hours close. It was, it was fun that when I got to there, because you didn't even bother grind opening your kegs, right? Because both, I, I think maybe I did. did. Because I opened my like two hundred and fifty kegs that I had saved up, and then of course I went and I scrapped it, and that's where I learned that the game has a scrap limit because it automatically, like, when you go into yeah. its store, it it burns all your duplicates for the resources. And then I left and I came back and it happened again because I was like, man, I thought I had a lot more stuff, and it turned out that I had so many fucking cards that the game was like. I did what I could. <laughs> Come back again, because I'm tired. <laughs> I can't scrap any more cards. So I had to leave the store and come back into the store and scrap the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's in games, it's like, okay, I'm done with it, but I, I just need this last thing done, because yeah. mentally I'm broken, and I can't give it Still, up. Still, yeah. Luckily, I'm not that way for physical things. For some reason, games get me, but like... I still love Gwent so much, and it's it is what it is. And obviously, it wasn't popular enough, and it'll go. And it, there's still another year of new content, so I don't need to mourn it like it's already dead. There's a year of new content before yeah, it goes but into. I would say the last couple of years have been rough because they've they're, been, yeah. they're, they're, their balance has been. They've so struggled bad with the balance, and the metas so have bad. yeah. They've struggled with balance to dwarf the metas, but when when there's a good match of Gwent, where like yeah. there's actual, t- there's so much depth in that game compared to other games, and I when it, it its highs are so high. Um, but yeah, they've struggled with balance, and, and it, it's a shame. Just release was not fun yeah. anymore. Yeah, it was unfortunate. But I still love to watch. I will watch hours and hours and hours of Gwent content when I'm just doing laundry and stuff sure. because when when those streamers curate the interesting games and they play those games that are a close match, there's such great gameplay there. When it's just somebody vomiting a Renfrey mid-range Nilfgaard deck on somebody, it's like, oh, my God. And unfortunately, when you're playing it, that's all you see, right? Yeah. And, and that's the shame of it. Indeed. And that's the OGL. So fuck Watsy. Yeah, I, I do hope that, I mean, they're a corporation, so they're going to not word it as well. But I, I do hope that they just, like, don't fucking shoot themselves in the head again. It's just, they're so, just, CEOs are so short-sighted in general that they're... Did you guys see the investor call where they're like, we've realized that we are under-monetizing both well, D&D that's what, that, that, and that's what Magic. started it yeah. all. Yeah, that yeah. was back in like late November. Well, yeah. Not even just them. Like, you know what? Let's save 20 bucks by not releasing Snowpiercer. Well, yeah, the whole, we the have whole, a we have a fucking season of a TV show that is done. We don't even have to, we can just... Press a button and it's on our streaming service for yep. zero additional cost to us. Eh. Uh, additional cost is probably there, there's probably some weird incentives that they have to pay the studio that made that series in some way or another. And I, that's why I believe but that the, the contract, yeah, the, the contract penalty for not showing it is not as bad as how much they would have to pay out if it actually worked I and mean, succeeded. 
Well, how they, yeah. they I mean, Discovery won't even put so that the Batgirl movie out. That yeah. I mean, it's just insane what they're doing to some of these things. And it's all because of short term profitability for like some people. And it's like they're destroying Discovery is like the worst. Yeah. I well, mean, Westworld is gone. You can't you can't yeah, watch Westworld. Westworld was terrible, so that's okay. Well, there's still some good. I mean, there's some, some good, good sequences. There's a, there's enough good to make it sad. It's odd odd of odd seasons of Westworld were good. It's like inverted Star Trek. Yes. Yeah. So watch a season of Westworld and a season of Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Westworld season one, Star Trek movie two. Westworld season three, Star Trek movie four. Yeah. You probably could get a story. Three is three is still good for Star Trek. I, though. I actually like it's the best we, odd we numbered movie. And we talk one about and three, I think. Yeah, yeah. We're <laughs> you and I are defenders of both one and three. Not so much five, although it's got moments. Scotty hitting his head, and then the scene of Bones talking about his pain with his mm-hmm. dad is a great scene, and just the concept of an emotional Vulcan. Eh, whatever. Yeah, there are. There's ideas, but man, is it not executed well. And how much is that Shatner's a terrible director, and how much of it was studio interference, and how much of it was budget because they were slashing it over and over? I don't know. The world may never know, but holy shit, Star Trek V struggles. Yep. But yeah, Mm. just the short-sightedness. Because the issue is, is like, and and for years I talked about, like, I don't know how Netflix makes money, right? Because, like, you know, you can't look at Bright and say that X dollars came from people signing up because they wanted to watch Bright and whatever. And the answer is that Netflix doesn't make money. Netflix's stock makes money. And so these CEOs, that's all they care about. And that's why they only care about short-term, because you do something that that looks good in the short-term, your stock goes up, and then you made a bajillion dollars and you get your golden parachute. They don't give a fuck about long-term survivability, yeah, which is it is as crazy to see something like HBO get hit by this. Yeah. usually, usually that shit doesn't happen to like their top tier quality entertainment. Yeah, God, HBO Max was so artistically and content wise the streaming service. Yeah. It had so much great stuff. It had the Criterion Collection, and they're just like, eh, fuck it, burn it all to the ground. Two dollars more a share. It's, yeah, yeah, well, Two dollars more a share, and and a dollar more. Uh, for, for subscription to how, how does it make their share better to make terrible decisions like how i mean they obviously obviously is working out for them so brian you're falling into the classic investor fall- fallacy of assuming that the stock market is rational well i mean that, that, yeah, that's, yeah that's the other shenanigans. <laughs> i mean it's 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 so insane though are you like i, I want to see snowpiercer season four i i jim and i we watch a lot of stuff on on there and i was just thinking about it, it was like well maybe we should just give westworld just a shot. And we heard through rumors that it was that it was leaving. And I'm like, looked it up, it was gone. The show that we really enjoyed, which is Raised by Wolves, that one was completely gone yeah. already. So like if you don't own a physical version of it, then it's you just you'll probably never see it. That's the other thing is just curation, right? And then that's why um, you know, and Andy and I are both fans of of James Stephanie Sterling and talking about how it is the morally correct thing to pirate every Nintendo game you can. Yeah, pretty much. Pirate as much as you possibly can because they will not, like, you can't buy these things from them. They won't sell it to you. And from not even just I want to play WarioWare smooth moves from, you know, the whatever, even just that aside, like, I love Roger Ebert, but he was wrong. Games are art right? Chrono Trigger is an art as much as Citizen Kane and the Mona Lisa. And I just, Chrono Trigger needs to exist. And if they, if they're going to, if, and now Chrono Trigger obviously had physical, but like if Chrono Trigger came out now and was a digital only purchase and it's on their screaming and it, and then it's gone next year, it's art has been erased and that can't be allowed. 
I I want to agree that you know video games can be art. I can play a game like Last of Us One, Mass Effect sure. Two. Games are art. But then I play Mass Effect Three or Last of Us Two. Games are not art. The same is true of movies. There's art movies and there's. Uh, but there's I, think, I think Last of Us Two is so bad. It, it erases so, it erases all the good. That has ever happened so Brian, before. serious question: Would you rather watch the Thin Red Line again or play uh, Mass Effect Three? For the same amount of time, you don't have to play the whole thing. It's been a long enough time where I might watch a Thin Red Line again. But you're but not allowed to leave the. You're not allowed to leave the me. chair. The problem though with oh. that, if I were to go into Mass Effect Three again, and this is the same thing true for Last of Us Two, the stories in both of them are dog shit. But mechanically, there are elements video game wise are okay. It's just that the story insults me. But I'm so numb to those stories being bad. I don't know if it could hurt me because at least the character, at least shoot the sh- bang bang shoot yeah. shoot is kind of cool, and the way you kind of upgrade a character is cool. It just if I if I I wish I could just not care about quality of story in a video game because I could I could still be happy with Mass Effect three or Last of Us two. Well, even Last of Us is such an insult. To well, my existence. My point goes even beyond video games. Like remember, uh, uh, iTunes like songs have just disappeared from iTunes. Apple yeah. will just say nope, it's gone. Which means if you only owned that song on iTunes, it's just gone. Which reminds me, I finally found that pop punk um, Pina Colada song again. Oh, it would have been Lord. gone for a while. And gee, that would have been a shame that that art would have been deleted from the world. If that I, one you was, know what? As much as I hate it, that, that one was so bad it was good. Yeah, as it was much the, as I hate it, it, it was the to second exist. steel drum one which broke me. <laughs> and I, what, what sucks for me being me is I would ra- I'm, I guess you know if, they, if if I don't want physical copies, so if I they're going to delete the the digital, I guess well it just sucks to be me. But I but I'd rather it be gone than sitting on my shelf, just sitting there that I I don't yeah. touch for four years. On a personal level, I would rather have digital. Yeah. it's more convenient. I have it. You know, the only thing the only re- thing that on a personal level annoys me about buying digital, specifically with films, is that they don't usually have commentary tracks and like behind the scenes and stuff. And I love commentary tracks. I'm I an addict to commentary tracks. I used to not buy a movie that I liked if it didn't have a commentary track because if you can't sit down for two hours to watch your own fucking movie, why should I do it? Right. Although some commentary tracks by Even some people are dumb. pretty fucking yeah. bad. But either way, yeah. I just realized I, I want to watch the Michael Caine commentary on Jaws 4. Sure. <laughs> yeah. His, finally watching the movie for the yeah. first time ever. And he just talks about his house the whole time. That'd be great. But like on a personal level, I'm with you. I would rather have a clean shelf and only own digital. Like I only buy digital video games, right? Yeah. But again, like on a societal level, they deserve to be exist. curated. Yeah. They deserve to exist. And and that's the delicate balance, right? Does anything deserve to exist anymore, though? Transformers as Devast- much as anything else. Uh, so either no or yes. Mm, that's a hard one. <laughs> Last of Us Two really just hurts the whole thing. <laughs> it just really kind of takes it all away. But isn't Last of Us Two worth it for how angry the chuds got over the fact that sometimes a woman has biceps? That's what makes me even madder. <laughs> is the people don't the, 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 there's there's different reasons people are mad at Last of Us Two, and I hate those people so much. It's like all oh, women have arms. Women like, have arms, man. And I hate them so much because it's like, well, it's it's ruining your ability to critique it. It's a shitty story. Let's just uh, focus on the actual nope. just. If you told me that there was a contest and a fifth grader won and the prize was he got the right Last of Us 2, I would believe that. <laughs> I think that would oh, – now it makes sense. A fifth grader wrote yeah. this. Now I get it. Congratulations. Good job winning that contest. But 
we've, we've covered oh, yeah, this. I, and I'm stuck with those chuds and those fucking older. Oh, yeah. Women have arms and women do things. Oh, bad game, yeah. bad. And I'm like, it's frustrating that you agree with them about the quality of the game. And you're like, but not for those reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, we talked about I mean, this it's before. It's similar to you and why you don't like Star uh, in Star Wars 8. But yeah. it's hard to defend yeah. not liking it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's not because it's a woman and a black. It's because the movie sucks. <laughs> Sorry, Andy. We... No, I, I was just saying, though, is it, it does suck, though, when when you dislike something for something and then, the you know, the online Internet community doesn't like it, too. But they they like it. They don't like it because, you know, Aloy's got hair on her on her. Chin. Yeah. Oh, oh she's God. a mammal. <laughs> yeah. It's oh, like, these people. They make me and they're just God help you. Like I, I laughed at it. So I actually defended it. But like, God help you if you didn't like the improv style of Ghostbusters 2016. Because Jesus, that movie was descended upon by the Chud Circle so hard. And I like the. Uh, that's one where I think it's great the uh, pitch meeting because it's like there's no straight person. That's a problem with that movie. There's they don't have a straight, correct. They, correct. You needed a straight. That's the one problem with it. all of Paul Feig's movies, yeah. right? Like that. That whole con. Every movie he makes, it's just is that. And so I get that. But that particular movie, it you nope. Women be bad. Yeah, no, it's just, but it's just badly written. That's the problem. No, nope, you're a misogynist. Yeah, exactly. It's frustrating. And you can defend yourself all you want, Brian, about like, oh, little Timmy wrote the story. I know that the only reason you don't like Last of Us Two is because a woman has muscles. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, and it's woke because the uh, they the character that they make that you don't like in the game that you make they make you play half it d- does some things and they, they try they make her good and then they have her like be woke because she's defending someone who's trans. So therefore. That made people mad. Oh, yeah. you got a woman with arms. You have, you know, the you know, one person you play agenda. as is gay. Yeah. You know, now you're defending trans people. Now they've got muscles. What's yeah. next? I know. I'm like, but the story is so bad. That's all I'm here for. And I'm surrounded by these just terrible human beings. I just, I just have to shut and walk away and sit in my corner quiet about how bad that fucking thing is. Because <laughs> these fuckwads are over here just being <laughs> terrible human beings. Oh. And I'm still going to watch Last of Us tonight. <laughs> just have to ignore the fact that I, just, oh, yeah. I, I wish I could get hit in the head and to forget everything about Last of Us 2 and I have I don't you can't watch this like you can't watch yeah, it but the like problem, Memento you just yeah. have like a tattoo that says don't play Last of Us 2 yeah. the problem with that plan Brian is me or Nathan would take Sharpie on that too yeah, yeah. No, that's, which is a problem which is yeah exactly I, I get yeah, that, don't yeah. trust Alex Moran <laughs> <laughs> there's a deep dive that yeah oh my goodness oh my god so dizzy with my rage. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Fucking chuds. Oh. Zappity. <laughs> Our chat says you can't play Horizon games because their computer's not good enough. And I will say just play it on a console. Like you should play all games on video game consoles. Well, Never play games on PCs. It's strictly superior to play on consoles, especially first-person shooters and RTSs. Uh, Horizon is a third-person game, which is... Desi- which is probably the one that people might agree is better on. Oh, I, I, oh 100%. 100%. I, I will always go towards a console. A third-person action, a, third a console, and a controller is the correct choice. Yeah. I just, I just like where I don't have to. Person. Yeah. Uh, you should do first-person on, on PC. I Although can... I, from growing up playing GoldenEye, I actually enjoy first-person shooter on consoles, but I know that it's wrong. And then RTSs have to be on computer. If you're playing an RTS on a console, that is a sad state of affairs. I got I got the PlayStation 2 version of Warcraft 2 if you want to play I mean, that. they exist. I remember. I don't remember what it was, but there was some like PlayStation 1 RTS that I played that was in Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah, Shadow of the Horned Rat. 
It might have been. The only thing I remembered is that the campaign, um, the uh, uh, casualties, like, carried over. So it was so fucking brutal. Like, it became just unwinnable because you'd start a mission and you'd be like, yeah, well, you have literally impossible to pass this. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, I'm trying to remember died if it was that together. or, like, Dune 2. Or, there's one of those RTSs from that age that was, like, almost impossible to beat on a computer. And then they had a controller version. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. Ah, Dune 2. So anything- I love that that's what they called that game. They're just like, this isn't the adaptation of Dune. This isn't Dune, you know, Rise of the Chapter House, whatever. It's like, the book is Dune. This game is now the sequel, so it's Dune 2. Fuck yeah. Go for it. T-O-O. <laughs> sure, that would be great also. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we don't have any zappity grumbles. But uh, we could just, I mean, before recommendations, we could just go back to, like, technically we didn't have, like, a best of at all. We normally don't have a best of anyway. I don't know. A best of 2022. Oh. I I went into our TV section. I was like, let's talk about our best shows of 2020, of 2022. Like, no one here joined into that. Uh, That's because you posted Andor, and I have been lazy, and I still need to finish it. Well, that was one. I mean, I had other And, like, I agree with you from what I watched. It's just I am... Need to finish it before I can interact oh, so with gotta, it. I get that. You, yeah, you see, I, I said I see someone talk about it. I see the name of a show. I'm partway through. I, I have to walk. Away. Correct. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. But I forgot what I posted to the show. 2022 was great for TV. I mean, in general, we're having pretty good years for TV. Uh, we got we got Murderville. So I mean, what more do you need from that? But I don't remember that. I, 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 we, but now we're a couple weeks past 2022, so I don't remember as, as well. Yeah, I don't really remember much. I mean, 2020 has been a very long year. Honestly, it, it's been like three years. It just feels like everything has been melded together. Well, one giant season. I'm sick of season three of... I've... <laughs> You, you've you've slept 18 hours a day since 2020. Of course, it all seems like one year. You've only been awake for a quarter of it. <laughs> <laughs> so really, it isn't even a whole year yet. Yeah, it's 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 like it's like. Congratulations, you're still in April of 2020. Yeah, yeah. That month. On the other hand, I'm so sorry. You're still in April of 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to wear a mask to go to the game store earlier today. <laughs> I was saying, because you mentioned, and then you said that he posted about Andor, and I was trying well, to see where. Was, I didn't know you were talking about It was like two weeks ago. Oh, I was looking like in the yeah. crippled system no. thing to try to see if in there was... Crippled, in crippled system, system under the, tele, the television sub-channel about two weeks ago, when it was like the beginning of the decade, I was just curious yeah. what people thought of like what were their favorite shows of 2022. Here's like my favorite two or three or four or five or six or seven. Yeah. It accelerated a little bit, but there was like... And I still left out a few good shows. I didn't even mention some of the stuff I really liked. It was just a good year of TV. And then in the last couple weeks, I've been trying to cram in the stuff I didn't get. Like, like people are talking about how good the bear was. I finally started watching that and some other slow things. horses. Slow horses. I watched season one of that. Those are those are the, those aren't even things I organically watch. We didn't talk about Glass Onion yet. No, that that. Uh... We couldn't. Have you seen Glass Onion, Dan? I have not. Oh, yeah, that's, but, why, that's why we don't talk about Glass. Well, I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't go into spoilers on on behalf of the listeners anyway. You it know what I mean? Out, it came, 
that came out like on the 23rd of December. Fuck everyone who That's true. That came out last year. Yeah, it came out last year. Well, no, as a funny with Glass Onion, there's always someone in the room for like a week and a half who didn't see Glass Onion. So no matter what we could do, we could. I waive my spoiler rights if, yeah. if that matters. It's a I mean, good movie. That's, mm-hmm. that's my review of Glass Onion. I yeah. just watch it. I mean, it's, yeah. it's you don't. It's there's, funny. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's I, a, yeah, yeah. It's a good. It's worth a, it's worth viewing. The, if you like, if you enjoy Knives Out, it's different, of course, but it's it's relatable and it's it's good. Yeah, it it, it is good, and but that's the only problem with it. It's kind of like there, like I love Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Yeah. But I would always rather, like, if I have time to watch a Guy Ritchie movie, I'm going to watch Snatch. Yeah. And I'm worried that Glass Onion is going to fall to Knives Out that same way. We're I like, I can watch, I but, might but like it might be life. different enough that yeah. it's not quite but as analogous. But I love Knives Out so much. But Glass Onion is different. And Glass Onion does feel funnier. I think yeah. Glass Onion is definitely funnier than Knives Out. Knives Out is more bitingly cynical, whereas Glass Onion is almost more, yeah. like, wacky. Yeah. In a lot of moments, it's still cynical. In some, but I, there's I, like, I, like the, especially like Dave Batista's character and um, my question. Um, from what uh, I understand, there's Birdie. a lot of stuff that seems to be funny Billy or makes sense now because it's people in real life thinly pissed. That is way overblown. There yeah. is there is a rich character who is an out of touch billionaire. Sure. And so of course, currently it's Musk. It looks like Elon Musk. Okay. But there will always be an out of sure. touch okay. billionaire. This is not and Elon I, Musk. This is else. just an out of okay. touch. Okay. So it's, it's not going to be the thing where it runs out of steam five years not from now. Musk. Yeah. It's pretty close. It, only because that we, is who like Musk is a quintessential. It is an out of touch billionaire who made his money in the tech industry by who's, riding the curtails on other people's ideas. Like, yeah, it's Musk. Who's the lady who got still, arrested because she's in jail? Yeah, it could have been the Theramos no, girl. She, she, it could have been... There are some quotes that he did in Glass Onion that actually match. He, it's a, it's yes. a mashup of, of tech sure. billionaires. It's okay. A, it's yeah. a mashup of tech it billionaires. It is just that Musk is the quintessential tech billionaire, so it feels like Musk, but it is just okay. a tech billionaire. Got it. So they made it so it's not one of those movies where it's like, this is really good now, but in five years, yeah. yes. nothing's going to make sense. There will always be a piece of yeah. tech yeah. billionaire that you can Correct. Correct. I I felt. I felt. I mean, I didn't even think of Musk when I watched the movie. I just thought this is a tech billionaire. And then people like it's obviously Musk. I go, oh yeah, I guess, but only because Musk is a quintessential tech billionaire. So, and he's in the. It's not some not so thinly veiled. This is Schmilan Schmusk. That's not how it is. Got it. Okay. Knives Out was cool because it starts off when there's a mystery and you kind of you and it's it was cool that you you feel like you're behind the scenes because even at the beginning you know how the person died and you know who the person's covering it up and you kind you're kind of watching on play but then you realize that's wrong and not true because someone else did the murder and you thought that you know it, the the movie kind of lied to the audience and to the character that you were walking Correct. around with. In Glass Onion, the, the, it's a completely different. They frame it and it's still unique, but it's a completely different layer how they layer yeah. together which is pretty cool yeah it's a similar the end of act one recontextualize all of act one and then act two happens and then it itself gets recontextualized yeah, yeah. in a different way than knives out but it's the similar thing where just when you as the audience are getting comfortable shit changes yeah mm-hmm. and it's i do like i mean a lot of people like a good murder mystery and it's I think a part of the murder mystery is, is figuring, I don't not even figure just seeing how it see how smart it plays out and I think that both knives out and this are both very smart in how it plays out and I feel like they earn the payoffs it all wraps together yeah very yeah. organically which is and then it's 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 witty on top of all that and, and fast paced dialogue and a lot Snappy of nonsense fun. yeah what did you, you were saying you haven't seen Brick yet or was that somebody else I was talking to. 
I was talking to somebody else about JJ or not I was, uh, about uh, not JJ Abrams, uh, Ryan Johnson stuff, uh, and they hadn't seen Brick yet, which was his first big breakthrough film. I've seen a lot of his stuff, but I've not seen Brick. I mean, there's bricks in houses I've seen, yeah. but. Brick's fun because Brick's not so much a well, it is a mystery, but instead of being like this style of mystery, it's more like a Maltese Falcon film noir where the grizzled detective is hired by a dame to sure. look into some stuff. But the gimmick being that it's all high school kids. Hmm. Brick's fun. Is Nick Cage in a, is Nick Cage in a, a, a noir movie coming out soon? Because he had two trailers. In well, he's thing. he's in Dracula or Renfield, but, rather. But there's Renfield. There's an, I thought I guess where there was another trailer where he he's playing a detective, or there might have been a different. I, I saw a couple trailers. This is a time year where you start getting just bombarded by new trailers, so I'm kind of mixing things up. I saw two distinctly different Nick Cage trailers. I can't remember if one was a noir or if that was a different actor that was in the noir, but it was absurd. He was upset that he's not in Into the Spider Verse. He wanted to be in the, or, he wasn't in, or the na- I mean, the the new Beyond the Spider, whatever the the new oh, Spider Man character, not in yeah, it. his character's not in it. From which I mean, that was the gimmick of the first one. Like, it's fine for the next one to tighten it up, right, and still have some of those characters, but you can't bring them all back again. No, I mean, you're having twenty ninety nine in there for pretty much the right, and so you have there. to call, you know. And I, 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 my guess is that anime and and pig version also don't come probably back. not. You know, yeah. they're going to focus on on Gwen and uh, and and Miles. Yeah, and I think the probably uh, Peter B is o- back. older Peter. Yeah, yeah, Peter B. Well, that actor is amazing. Yeah, I watched New Girl a thousand times, and I can't. I hear that guy's voice. I just think of him in New Girl. It's just like. Oh, I've never seen Nurgle, but... I, Nurgle? Nurgle. Zoe does now in Nurgle. <laughs> I have watched New... I, that is one of... There's like five, four or five shows that I rewatch almost yearly, and New Girl is one of the shows. Psych, New Girl, Deadwood. Or actually, Justified. Deadwood's like an every other year thing. But yeah, every year I watch Justified. Every year I watch Psych. Every year I watch New Girl. Ooh, New Justified is coming soon, too. Yes. Oh. oh. I'm not thinking about that all the time. Yeah, Timothy Olyphant should just yeah. He's, I'm 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 happy he's being typecast because he's being typecast he, as that character in everything now. Vampire show with Drew Barrymore, and he played this kind of. That's a funny little show. It only made it two seasons, and uh, season two is better than season one, which is. You nice. got a vampire show? Oh, not a zombie, zombie show. show. Oh yeah, Santa Clara Diet. It was an undead. I, I, I went to the wrong. Yeah, guy. it's is a it? zombie show. It's and it's and it's funny and it's a you get to see Timmy Olyphant be kind of fun. It's it's him just it's comedy yeah. and it's nice to see him allowed to like go a little bit to the side a little bit because I do I do love him in his typecast role as cowboy guy. I mean I fucking love that as him. Yeah, but he's great in that show because he just gets to be goofy and just ridiculous. I mean he's also great as a TV lawyer. Yes, he's great as a TV <laughs> lawyer. He's great as his first big role back when he got to play like a, a, a the drug of the druggy guy. Uh, and go and go. He's great. And go. I assumed he was Elan Sleaze Bagano in uh, Star Wars Two: Attack of the Clones. No, no. Remember Elan Sleaze Bagano yeah, no. with George Lucas's great character naming that the Sleaze Bag is named Sleaze Bagano. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who tries to sell Death Snicks to Obi Wan Kenobi, and Obi Wan says, "You're going to go home and rethink your life." Mm. At least but, with those kind of naming, just because they don't, you know, they never say the name out loud, so it's okay. no. I think it's because George Lucas is a troll. It's like there was, uh, uh, I think it was like Darth Sidious's mentor, or some other one. Like people, like we need to know, know his name for like the RPGs and stuff. We need to know this character's name, and he's like, Nah, don't worry about it. Let me know the name. It's like fine. It's Darth 
Icky. And they're like, what? He's like, yep, that's canon. Fuck you. Yeah, he, His name is Darth Icky. He has Deal done, with it. He has done that a few times. Yeah. I mean, I can't... I In fairness, a little bit. being a member of the Star Wars fandom... We deserve it. Yeah. No, yeah, you deserve it. It's just like I love, like I went from being annoyed at Lucas for how terrible the prequels were to loving Lucas with that whole laser sword shit, which is great. Now, like for years and years and years, like they're called lightsabers. We all know they're all called lightsabers, but for like 30 years, he's called them laser swords just to be different. And then there was an interview like three years ago where somebody who'd done the research was interviewing him and he mentioned, he's like, so I'm blah, blah, blah. So anyway, uh, just tell us about laser swords. And Lucas, without missing a beat, just goes, ah, they're called lightsabers. <laughs> how can you not love George Lucas? I don't care how bad the prequels were. He's my favorite person. Between that and the low co- low income housing that he was like to fuck his neighbors. It, yeah. Love him. Uh, he had snooby neighbors like screw you, low income housing on your property. Fuck your property value. So there's that video of the guy who's walking down the street just doing like an interview with himself and like George Lucas is in the background and kinda of looks up, kinda of smirks and just goes back <laughs> on. The guy never knows George Lucas <laughs> in his fucking little little thing he's doing. Uh, it was the like, moment and it kept going. It, yeah, it was a like documentary, I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. Again, the Adam Sandler thing. Like, say what you will, I would sell anything to Disney for a billion dollars. <laughs> like yeah. You can't. Uh, Lucas is living his best life. Him and his jowls retiring he, on a beach. He got yeah. He got paid for Star Wars, and then also got to work as kind of a producer and for the last. When, and maybe when last Spielberg three. makes a new movie, though, you should not ask George for movies. How old should the X be? <laughs> but yeah, you're right. Yeah, you get to get, <laughs> thing, you get those credits. Yeah. <sighs> Space Justified. Geeky. I can't wait for it. It's gonna. It's gotta happen. Space Justified. I want Space Justified Obviously, so it's much. Happening, they 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 specifically I, had a, they, they had a it set credit up, sequence to bring the character back. But hopefully, it's not as bad as the book above that because they set up that as a well, whole yeah, new series. Well, yeah, we also too. got part two, season two point five out of uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. and those two episodes were good too. It's just the it's point just, one episode of Mandalorian. We got a it was full two. episode, yeah. and he was in at least half, like yeah. half, half the an episode, two. a full episode, and then a half an episode. Yeah. So it's two total. Yeah. But yeah. I, what I'm saying though is their track record of yeah. spinoff series of the Mandalorian. I, I don't want another book of Boba Fett. No, 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 no one wants that. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That's why Andor being good was such a shock. Yeah. Andor is so good. It's, I'm just saying it's good. I know. Well, I know it's good. But we're gonna. It's just bizarre. Yeah, we're gonna no. try to get. Uh, we're gonna get. Try to get Jim to watch it. And he's, retroactively, he's it makes almes sense. Almost agreed. Because mm-hmm. the thing that made me not want to watch Andor is actually the greatest strength of Andor, and you know it's so obvious to me in hindsight. I don't give two fucks about this character. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because I just watched it, and I think it also helped that the last two things before it weren't very good in Star Wars. They really lowered the bar for themselves, and then they're like, "What if we just made something good?" And we also have it happened to be Star. I Wars. couldn't even finish Obi Wan. I, I it took me a second to think of like, what was the other other segments? Yeah. I just mentioned Boba Fett. What was the other? Oh, it was the Obi Wan season two. Really that bad? Oh yeah, Obi Wan. <laughs> yeah, I, I Obi Wan is very flawed, but I still enjoyed parts of it. I I enjoyed parts of it. The too. problem with Obi Wan is it takes so long to get good that a lot of people burned out. Yeah, yeah. yeah like fair. the last two episodes are really good. Yeah. You yeah. just have to survive episode four. And a lot of shows do that. It's I got like, through three. Yeah. That stopped. And, and well, shows and episode know, four is worse. Oh. And then after that, it got better. Yeah. Episode four was really hard to get through. Was that where Damn. they were in the station breaking into the thing? Yes. Yeah. The one where you're like, if you've played Fallen Order, you're angry because they're, they did the same thing again, and it worked again. 
Was that the that, that was the that was they're all caught up in the hangar? Is that the one I'm thinking of? No, that one is a that one is better. Episode four is the one where they go to the Inquisition base. You break in the exact same way as you break in in Fallen Order, and they haven't increased I mean, updated security to stop you from breaking in the exact same way. Oh, yeah. listen, may, maybe Jedi and then you Fallen break the Order same window. Was made under an OGL, so then Lucasfilm got the rights to that because they can use it in perpetuity. I want to hit you with this chair. That's fair. That's okay. We got a couple more. Yeah. Yeah, we got several other chairs. Yeah, go ahead. Yes, but you Swing have cables away. running over that one, and it's going to be annoying to get it out. Well, you don't have to sit. You could stand for the rest of the podcast. You already yelled at Brian for that. Or you could actually, <laughs> after you hit Nathan with your chair, you could take Nathan's chair. That's fair. I'll be unconscious. Yeah. <laughs> or you can use my unconscious body as a chair. Yeah. That sounds like work. That's fair. So anyway, I recommend RRR. Are, are you a pirate? R R R. With the one of the biggest movies of last year made hundred billion dollars, and that's my specific. And then I'm recommending Bollywood movies in general, but R R R is a good gateway one because it's on Netflix. It's a blisteringly fast three hours. <laughs> Bollywood does love their long films, but the reason, part of the reason they're long, is it a Bollywood musical? Every Bollywood movie is a musical. So this is an action show, an action movie, um, which is about there were two. Um, Indian revolutionaries in the 1920s, very famous revolutionaries, and somebody was like, what if they met previously and had wacky adventure together? And so this movie is that theoretical stuff. It's like if somebody made a movie about Jefferson and, and Washington fighting a dragon in 1750. So that's basically what RRR so is. Like, like a vampire hunter. Sure, right? <laughs> but, it, but it has to be two people and, and have them meet earlier. That's why I go with the Jefferson-Washington mm. thing. Mm. Um, but it could be Lincoln and Grant. Sure. Um, but or, or you could have wacky hijinks with uh, Grant and... Uh, yeah. And, uh, fuck, why can't I think of his name? Because he's Because I'm, I'm from the North, that's why. Yeah, well, I, I, either you were going to say, like, you know, opposites, like like an odd couple thing where it's Grant and Lee. Yeah, like that's what I was saying. Adventures together, like the odd yeah, couple. That, that's what I was saying, um, yes. But you I'm can not, definitely... You but can I'm from like, the North, I couldn't think of the... the you could do a clone high thing where you have, like, references to them, and so, like, Sherman can be there, and he's just always, like, lighting matches because he's just obsessed with it and whatnot. It's like a high school drama? Yeah, yeah. yeah. God. Clone High is so good. Fuck it, that's my new recommendation is Clone High. Um, uh, where is it going? Oh, but anyway, but the movie, you know, it's fun and it's got action and, and the cinematography is shockingly good. There's so many shots in that that I'm like, this is beautiful. Like, they know what they're doing. And yeah, dance numbers. There's like four or five dance numbers because, of course, there's going to be dance numbers. And I am not being sarcastic when I say... You need more dance numbers in Hollywood films. Oh, Every MCU movie would have been better if some subsection of the Avengers stopped and had a five-minute dance sequence. I mean, I, mean, I would actually watch film. an Avengers musical. Academy, so better. Yes! The first episode of this new season. Yes! Two minutes in, they bring in a dance number. And, and it's amazing! Yeah. It's That's why amazing. I'm so angry at Joker 2, because there should be more musicals, but that movie should not. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's it's great because it's fun. You know, it breaks up the the action. It breaks up the drama. You get like a, it's like a refresher, like a between course mint during a meal. Um, and and the movie knows like like 
you're not there for realism, so it can throw it out the window when it needs to to get the plot moving. Like, there's a part in this where somebody's legs have been really traumatized. So they have an action scene where one of the characters is riding piggyback on the other character's back because his legs don't work. So he's punching people from 10 feet up in the air while the other guy's doing flying kicks while holding the other guy on his shoulder. The guy on the back is shooting two guns, and he'll hold him down so the bottom guy will reload the guns for him so he can bring him up and yeah, shoot him. Phenomenal. It's fucking phenomenal. And then when that scene's over, the, they just like put some goo on his knees and now his knees are perfect. So he mm-hmm. can Kung Fu fight for the next action sequence because you've had the leg sequence. Now he just needs to be good for the next and sequence. Just some dance sequence yeah. Mm-hmm. And as if you were, I'll give a shit. His leg, we had his legs hurt. Now his legs are fine. They understand it. And this is like RRR is not the best Bollywood film I've ever seen, but it's a great example of how good Bollywood films are. I unironically love them. There's a lot of people throwing tigers at people. There, there, yes, there is, there is definitely people throwing tigers at other people. I mean, weaponized tigers is, is- like and not just thing. Tiger. There, one of the characters is fighting with some dude, and he grabs the dude's arm, and he slams it down on a passing deer's antlers. Just, boom, this is going through your arm now. Deal with it as part of the fight scene. Because animals as assistants constantly. There's always animals. There is a big sequence where, yeah, where it, it's like the, is the horse prepared in, in 302? <laughs> it's instead of a horse, it's like a zoo. a zoo. They're like, we're ready for this scene. I've brought an angry zoo. <laughs> God. Yeah, and that's amazing. Yeah, it's, no, uh, it, they are so... Did you watch it, or have you just I, seen the thing? I know a lot about yeah. it. I've seen a lot of things for it. I, 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 it's one of those shows I will watch, and I, I, I do like... Well, I, I, I like... Because well, it's cheery and it's fun. And I, it you is. Know, any movie is better with a dance number. Maybe not Schindler's List. <laughs> and there's always an exception to the rule. Maybe that one was probably good without it. Or like but, Memento. No, that that would still have been better, I think. But yeah, I think... <laughs> Because he wouldn't, he wouldn't remember the moves. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just awkwardly going. Yeah, would he just be awkwardly going? But like, it would be backwards because he'd be. Else. Would he be? Since the movie's in reverse, from our point of view, he would be remembering the moves. So at the first scene, he wouldn't know what he's doing. But then the next scene, he'd know the moves to the dance sequence. That would have been great. Memento needed a dance <laughs> sequence. Yeah. Shit, that would have been amazing. Yeah, Memento is. But yeah, no, Dan, I, yeah, Dan, everything, everything would be better with the dance movie, practically. Like yeah. 99, 99% of film would be better, and TV shows. Yeah, because they're fun. I mean, yeah, like the, the whole... How many times have you watched the intro to Peacemaker? Sure, yeah. Or just think about Disney movies, right? Like, you can take these scenes and make them into dance sequences like you oh like if you made just a marvel movie where someone's coming into town they just come into town and go there's that guy and he can be garishly dressed I mean, and you can make captain, snarky we comments got the captain america musical in hawkeye and sure yeah even when the end of that whole sequence it was just it was just the musical sequence they put on there people love that people love it i was just think zemo dancing and, zemo and dancing's the, great yeah. and you can do that because you think about like aladdin and the never had a friend like me yeah. and prince ali and like all these songs they're great and it's not like you as a viewer like it doesn't make sense that they're singing and dancing it's fun fuck you well and it's not like we've already not suspended reality for this it's like this is the most realistic part of this movie is three people randomly broke into song why didn't thanos have a villain song where he and and ebony maw and proxima midnight and corvus glaive and 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 not black dwarf uh, a co-obsidian was the name of that they all could have danced along while he's saying his villain song about snapping it would have been amazing my my, my brain just went numb on his name but the actor would have probably done that in a heartbeat oh yeah 
Absolutely, he would have fucking done that. They he could they could have had him uh, sitting at his his log cabin out by the by the lake, just slowly having oh, a nice yeah, slow like song a, through there. Yeah, like his lament about like yeah. what does he do now that it's yeah. all over with. Yes. <laughs> Why don't you have a buddy song with Rocket and Groot singing together? Uh, the lyrics wouldn't make sense. It would be fucking phenomenal. Rocket I, does his half, and it cuts over to "I Am Groot," and then it cuts back to Rocket sings a bunch. Some, they added some music to the Christmas special. That was great. yes. Mm-hmm. You need more. You need more music. Yeah. Again, Bollywood, amazing. R R R, a great do one. Occasionally, throw music dances in there, and it's always phenomenal. It's always phenomenal. She's all that. The choreographed high school dance in that movie is brilliant. I remember laughing my ass off and like glee of the stupidity of it. Hot Rod, yeah, Hot Rod, Hot Rod, the choreographed mob scene, yeah, wonderful. Yep, that is a yep. Yeah, things just got out of hand. Yeah, things just got out of hand. <laughs> Comedies have always taken advantage. Comedies have learned that. We just think they had some like action adventures. <laughs> Somebody mentioned about Vin Diesel singing, but yeah. but if he Vin Diesel could carry a note, he I could like do or it. not. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there are topic. times where that works. To go off topic, when when the, when the Rock got all like uppity and was like, you know, what I'm leaving the Fast Furious and Vin Diesel's a bitch. This whole last year has been like everyone kind of turning on the Rock and like kind of like becoming. It's like now people are liking Vin Diesel getting a bit better. And like it's all fuck the Rock. It's just been an interesting transition. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, yeah, when you put out schlock I and mean, that's i mean it, it's it's i f- slightly feel bad because he's always wanted to do this character and with black adam and black adam just failed miserably well, I mean, he, he might have always wanted to do it but he should have had someone make sure the movie was actually <laughs> correct yeah correct yeah he could have added that little extra element. It'd be like, it's kind of like uh ryan reynolds finally getting to play deadpool in x-men origins wolverine mm-hmm. <laughs> That that's a that's a that is an amazing comparison. Yeah. Sorry, I'm God, there's so many good there. There's so many potentially good things we've talked about this so many times. Good things in X Men Origins, Wolverine, mm. and so many bad things. Mm. I don't know that there's that many good things. There's like the opening sequence, like the, the casting. It's I think sure, the casting yeah, it's is very front loaded, but is, yes, the casting could have been. But yeah, I mean everything. Basically, every bit of dialogue that happens between Leif Schreiber and Hugh Jackman are it's, it's fucking awesome. They're they're perfect as Wolverine and Sabretooth. Every bit of dialogue that Ryan Reynolds has is pretty good too. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, fucking I mean. Hell. Yeah, I mean, there's there's parts of that film that are, that are really good, and a lot of it is really bad. But anyway, that's my recommendation, uh, is Bollywood in general, but specifically as a gateway drug. And it's not like it's a bad one either. Is, is go, uh, Check out RRR on Netflix. I will say it was it, it threw me for a little bit. Raylene and I watched it, and she put on English dubs. Um, and w- there's a romance sequence in it as well, and part of the romance uh, awkwardness is that the character is Indian and not bilingual and the love interest is English so a whole part of it is that he's trying to understand English but when you have a dub and they're both speaking English it's a little weird she's like hello my name's Jenny he's like I I didn't understand what's your name it's like you just said that in English motherfucker (laughs) so you know depending on how you are with subtitles keep it in Hindi otherwise just be aware that your brain's gonna have to work a little extra for that plot line um also, I was joking with Raylene that, you know, a, a drawback of that is that they didn't have the English be monstrous enough for the Indians. Like, the first thing that happens is that they steal a woman's baby as, like, a trophy and then murder the lady and steal her child. It's like, they needed to make the English worse to be more accurate to the turn of the century imperialism. Like, one of the running things is... um. 
kind of like the moving the coin coming back with uh, uh, X-Men Origins First Class, the villain keeps uh, having his people, he'll have like an Indian that they're going to execute for whatever mm. reason, and his people will go to like shoot him, and he's like, no, your bullet's worth more than his life because he's just a dirty Indian. Um, so again, you know, they didn't quite make the British bad enough, but but they, they tried. Mm-hmm. I told Raylene, watching British soldiers get murdered by Indians made me the happiest I'd been since watching French fur trappers get murdered by the Predator. <laughs> All right. Who else has a recommendation? I'm holding off on mine. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure. I've got kind of a twofold, too. It's just been a series that we've been watching, and I recommend watching them together in tandem because it'll help uh, uh, wet, not wet the palate, but... Uh, What's a, what's a term? Cleanse the palate? Cleanse the palate, yes. Um, HBO's got a show called Succession. It's on the third season. We're about midway through the third season. And the show that we paired that with was Ted Lasso. <laughs> so two opposite ends of the spectrum. Very good and wholesome TV show, which was Ted Lasso. Um, that's only available on Apple+. Plus. I think we I may have recommended that before. But well, we have all. I think what we've had... Ted Lasso has been recommended a few times. Such a such an amazingly good wholesome show. The show that you know you'll be on the floor laughing and then you know tearing up because of just something emotional that happens in the show. Um, you contrast that with uh, Succession, which is uh, just really 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 shitty rich people being really 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 shitty to each other and everyone else, and uh, it's really well written. So like, you could have just said it's about rich people. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's uh, it's really good. Like, whoever wrote it, and I haven't even ever looked it up, but they must have had some kind of experience up there because it's just, it's written really well. Uh, and if you're paying attention to the WWE, that's happening right now. The whole the whole plot of succession is happening to WWE pretty much. Uh, sadly. Speaking of rich people being terrible, good old Vince McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. do you got for us, Dan? So my recommendation's in a slightly different vein, but please, please do not watch Velma. <laughs> <laughs> I watched half of the first episode, and I was like, I'm out. Speaking of being on the same side as shitty people, because I guarantee that like that, shitty people are against it just oh, no. because Mindy Kaling is Asian, but the show's terrible enough to justify all the hate. The it's, best review I saw of it is it is... A, the stereotype of a conservative writing what they think the stereotype of a liberal would agree with. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is probably the most accurate. Yes, that is. A, but again, I don't like it because it's bad. But they're going to jump on it for the all the, the well. And it's one of those things where, like, it's so bad that it's not even worth watching. Ironically, because that unfortunately will still drive the view count up. Yeah, yeah. No, like I, it just needs to end. Yeah, that's. The one thing HBO Max could get rid of immediately, people would be like, would be like thank you. Yes. Yeah. You're doing a lot of questionable things, <laughs> but that was a very... It has been a long time since I've seen something that's deserved a single-digit Rotten Tomatoes score. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, along the lines of your the review you're talking about is that like somebody in our Discord was talking about like the conspiracy theory that Mindy Kaling is actually a conservative, and she did this to make liberals look bad. Yeah. That me that would be more believable than them trying to make that to be interesting and good. Yeah, because it is. So well, are, are you well? Okay, so you've got a you got a son. Does I do? No, I'm, I'm just, me? Oh, him? Yeah, Dan. 
Your kids are way too old. All, all your stepkids are too old for the. Yeah, for I'm that. afraid of what you're about to ask now. No, I was, I was just curious. Is is uh, would he be the target audience? As somebody that's really small, or not small, but no, no. young for that that show. Unless he's adults. into white. Yeah, oh, it is for adults. Yeah. Oh no, it is for adults. This is like in the first saw... ten minutes. There's a scene where Velma walks in on a naked Daphne showering and beats her with a rusty pipe. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. It is for adults. It's so it's it's like it's like the Harley Quinn. Thing. It's beyond. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna say. It's like somebody saw Harley Quinn and said, "This edginess, we need to crank it up to a thousand and put it over Scooby Doo uh, and take away all of the actual humor or cleverness." And Scooby Doo. And Scooby Doo. And, 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 and make it. And yeah, and yeah, make oh, this sounds horrible. I yes. I thought it was just I thought it was just no. a bad cartoon for kids. No, no, no it is no, a bad cartoon just, for adults. It's a bad cartoon. Yeah, Daphne oh. it, like sells drugs. Fred has got a small penis that everybody makes fun of, and that's an exact quote. Oh my god, this sounds horrible. <laughs> yeah, the first scene is fifteen-year-old girls fighting naked with rusty pipes because and even that's all dumb. But it's so much worse when you watch it all wrapped together. It's just yeah, somehow so... it's executed worse than it sounds. I just, yeah. I just, I thought it was. I oh. honestly thought it was just like a story time with Velma. Velma would be doing. Her own thing. It would just be my poor sweet summer child. Yeah. Oh my god! No, the four kids Scooby Doo was the one murdered by HBO after it was already done. This is what they're releasing instead. Oh my god! Yeah, the the four children Scooby Doo was gonna come out along the same time as like Batwoman. Like fucking Muppet Babies Scooby Doo. Well, that was pup named Scooby Doo, which was great. Well, yeah, <laughs> and it had red herring as a recurring character. Uh, no, it was some movie I, that, that they oh. were going to release. That may or may not have been a holiday special. I thought it was in a series, but yeah. Maybe it was a full series, or yeah. maybe it was like one of those like pilots that's a movie that's going to watch. The, I don't remember, yeah, but it was like done. Someone's going to be able to take over. It, it, when this whole thing falls apart, and maybe someone takes over because they the pro, they lost the profit and someone else comes in, and they go, well, maybe if we release it now, we can like reverse it and make short-term profits. But are they going to be able to pull this out? Like, do you think, it's somebody, you think they can somehow get it out the, in the future? The problem I have heard is, that they're actually scrubbing hard drives on some of this stuff. At Discovery, the the sad part is though is That'd if they're terrifying. getting rid of shit for tax write offs, <laughs> it has to be gone. It yeah. has to be gone, unfortunately, uh, and that's that's why we'll never see Megas XLR put on like Blu-ray or DVD or anything like that. We'll never. It, it's only available on the Apple fucking store. I need more Michael Keaton as Batman. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> all versions of that are gone. Wow, Flashpoint's not going to get released. Yeah. I mean, watch. They probably will release that. All right. So what do you got, Brian? Yeah, sorry. I have two recommendations. The first is a video game. In December, I spent about 90 hours playing Marvel Midnight Suns. It's a mix of XCOM and Fire Album's Three Houses. There's a lot of social elements. You you make a unique character, and then you basically hang out with the, who are a lot of the original Midnight Suns, not all of them from the Marvel world and you get about six or seven Avengers and you're all hanging out trying to save the world and it's it's turn based mostly you use cards instead of picking things but you customize everything so well that you typically have full control over what you're going to do the combat's very rewarding some of the craziest that happens in the game is rewarding the story's pretty decent the story's not I mean the story it's you know and then the relationship stuff is kind of obnoxious but I mean if you if you like that Fire Emblem's Three House things like you, you're there for this nonsense you're there for the Blade starting a book club because he, he, he has a crush on does it have XCOM yeah. style RNG 
Uh, not really. The okay. Rabbit, I mean, so I'm not going to randomly just need to walk away from it before I break my computer no. because I missed a 95% shot. Yeah, 95% shot. There's yeah. There are a couple percentage things, but it's not normally to hit. It's not. It's not XCOM. Yeah. You do something. There's like a percentage. Sure. There is a couple. Yeah. There's a couple percentage things, but it's not everything in the yep. game. Uh, the way you level up characters and you get your characters more power is kind of cool. So that's a lot of fun. The combat's great. It's not. It's the battlefields are small enough to where you don't do a. It's not like, it's like you're not a lot of positioning attacking. There is positioning that matters, and there is a little bit of moving, but mostly on any turn, anyone can attack anyone. So it's a small enough field because they don't really want to have like you know your characters move. It would be feel weird for a superhero only to be able to move four hexes and then not attack or whatever. So you have kind of more freedom. But all the special attacks when like Ghost Rider summons his the ghost his his his, his car and he runs people over is hilarious and just some of the nonsense you can do in that game and watching uh Captain Marvel go you know go binary and, and blast a photon beam against like just a, a small hydra sc- a scrub is just kind of funny to watch just like murder happen. But it's it's a pretty awesome game. I mean, I put like I said, ninety to hundred hours into that game. It's it's a good mix, but it does have a lot of social elements, and some people didn't like that. But I played the fuck out of Fire Emblem Three Houses, so for me, it was right up my alley. It's not as in depth like in Fire, the Fire those kind of games. Like you care about everyone's relationship with everyone else. In this game, it's just your character builds relationships with other people. But then you un- as your as your friendship meters go up, you unlock better abilities and you can get better percentages on things. And sure. it matters that way, but it's fun. I guess mm-hmm. I, I put, you know, and I magic is a cool character. Is what I, what I want to say about that. So that's my, that's my video game recommendation. Uh, and then I had a, a TV show recommendation, but I think I forgot what it was. I watched something recently. It was pretty cool. That's my that's my uh, TV show recommendation. For a small added fee, Brian will add this to the Discord. Yeah, player. exactly. Was it, was it Willow? No, it wasn't. Should I just Will- start listing TV shows that it might have been? No. What did I watch recently? I don't. Even old know horses. Wa- Slow even- horses. No, I, I mean I did like Goodbye Slow horses. horses, but it wasn't what I was going to. I mean, fuck me? I, I think I, I, rec- I, I recommended Andor last time. It wasn't yeah. Andor. Oh, I know it wasn't. I recommend. I would recommend some horror movies. HBO no, that TV show. <laughs> yeah. The movies. HBO Max, you could watch a show called Barbarian. Uh Justin wow. Long and some other actresses are in there. It's great. It's a good, it's a simple horror. Justin Long and some other actresses. I know, it's terrible. <laughs> I can't think of their names. <laughs> I was just being I was just like, yeah, the yeah. that Justin Long is an actress. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he's kind of anyway. Also, I think there might only no, there's some random yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. It's mostly it's, it's, actors. It's, it's a very good movie and it's actually got some pretty great humor in it but it's good uh and it's free on hbo max for those who have hbo max that's, that's why i mentioned it free. and the other one is I on will, before you move off Soon. barbarian i will mention the other the, something i like about barbarian is that along along with jordan peele's work it shows that sometimes the best horror is done by people who know comedy because both of them it's about subverting expectations yeah. and surprise timing whether it be a pie in the face or an axe to the head you need to build up one expectation and hit with the other and barbarian was done uh, written and directed by one of the whitest kids you know that's it yeah you know, it's just yeah. share that it's a great and it's got a scars guard in it it does have a scars guard any movie with the scars guard in it is in also it. goes up a few notches. That's just that's just a default. You should you should have like a scars guard count in movies. Like, Speaking of which, we have what nine months till Dune. Yeah, which annoyingly doesn't have this same scars guard. Even though he could have played his real life uncle's nephew and would have been perfect for the role, regardless of that fact. How the fuck you don't cast Bill Skarsgård as Fade Rautha? I don't know. 
Maybe he was busy making the movie. But anyway, so that so that's that's my HBO Max horror movie recommendation. My Amazon recommendation that's on Amazon Prime. So again, free for Amazon Prime is Black Phone. Black Phone. Uh, it's a different style. It's to me Black of the two movies. Black Phone is a much lighter horror movie. It's more about like suspense. There's like a there's like a guy who hunts traps kids and like it's a more about like this guy hunting children, which is it's more of a horror because that's scary. And there is some there are a few supernatural elements to the movie, but it's just a Ethan Hawke plays a really creepy fucking bad guy in it, so that's really good. And then you have to get shutters so you can watch Housebound, an Australian horror movie from like eight years ago, Nathan will back me up. That's another comedy horror. It's way more horror, but they know how to use comedy and some really good light elements in it. But it's about a, a girl who is uh, basically under house arrest and shit starts going wrong in the house, but she, she has, she's wearing like a bracelet. She can't like leave her property. And it, Which is a great way to get around the why don't you just leave the spooky house? Yeah, because she'll go to because she'll, I'll go to prison. She'll go to prison, <laughs> and, and maybe that's worth it. <laughs> but and, it's, and I will always recommend any kind of Australian horror because they, 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 they just New Zealand, New Zealand, yeah. even New Zealand's mm-hmm. even better because fucking the Housebound was New yeah, Zealand. New Zealand yeah. You're right, and there's just there's just a, a bit of a flair to they approach every cult every, every yeah they just it's different it's so get Shutter that's what we have to pay for you get seven days free trial and Shutter watch Housebound. Then go watch Black Phone and go watch Ripper. You can watch those three in any order you want, but you will enjoy all of them. In even Housebound is kind of light horror because some people don't want to be too scary. I would say Barbarians are the higher on the on the like horror movie scale of the three, and definitely on the like disturbing <coughs> stuff. Like yeah. none of them are super like gore heavy uh, in like a you know hostile style thing, but Barbarian is the one that it might be the most like. Ugh. Yeah, I don't like the hostile type stuff yeah, in general. The other thing I will say to build on Housebound is that the director of Housebound is the director of what I know already Brian and I will be fighting over recommending next time, which is the director of Housebound uh, as director of a small little film you might have heard of recently called Megan. <laughs> which, which we have tickets for tomorrow. We have tickets for tomorrow. Oh, I am very shit. looking forward to seeing Megan. And, yeah. Shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> You're, yeah. Going. You're going. The movie's going to be great. I, I enjoy 100% of the movies I've seen by this director, i.e. Housebound is great, and I love 100% of the movies written by the screenwriter, i.e. Malignant is great. So the the screenwriter and the director both have a 100% success rate in my history. And the, as far as the screenwriter, it's literally the only thing they've ever written, so it's not just that I haven't seen their other stuff. Malignant is a fucking delight, and I will defend it to everyone. Malignant is my speed racer. The way that you guys will recommend Speed Racer and people don't believe and you say, fuck you, we're sitting down and watching this, that's how I am with Malignant. I'm like, you you sit down. You have to buy... The first two minutes of Malignant, you're like, I don't know about this. And then it gets... You had about a two-minute like test to get through. Yeah. And it's not that it's bad first two minutes, but the vibes of the first two minutes are like, eh. And then it's great. Yeah. When are we renting the theater? When are we going to do this? To watch Malignant? And Speed Racer. <laughs> Just as a double whammy? <laughs> we're the only ones so far for Megan tomorrow. I mean, I, I will say Megan's going to be the best. We, we're going in the afternoon on a Monday, so we're, we're, we're trying to like purposely yeah. have less people around us. Yeah. God. Yeah, Speed Racer's great. Our, our audience agrees. Yeah. God, I mean, fucking hell. The, la- the, whole, the last act of Malignant. There's a moment where that movie says, buckle up. Yeah. Like they might have well, they might as well have literally paused the film and just came out and you said, broke the fourth, fourth wall. Listen, it's like have Hulk Hogan come out, go and to the bathroom, us. go eat your popcorn, sit down. This shit's happening. 
Yeah, I, I, it's basically a dance number. Can I? It's basically, <laughs> it really is. It really is. Like, the only thing it was missing was singing for the whole yeah. sequence. Could I, could I have Hulk Hogan come out and tell me, you know, like like in the Gremlins, Gremlins uh, 2? Some people might like, not appreciate it, but if you can appreciate what happens in that movie when it turns, it's a fucking ride. It is a fucking ride. It is. I Like, I was hooting like the monkeys at the monolith. I was so excited about what was going on. Yeah. Zappity. Grumble. Yay. Tune in next time for the Crippled System Horror Musical. Yeah. (laughs) Well, we we could just always record something tomorrow, too. There are zombie musical movies that are out. There are some... uh, Yeah. uh, Anniversary of the Apocalypse. Yeah. Right? I I just like hearing Brian's song about why Jason is right. Jesus is right. (laughs) All right. We've been recording for over two hours, so... Uh, and I gotta go turn on the oh, yeah, heat because everyone's Friday freezing. The 13th, yeah, tr- turn the heat on. We have to go watch less of it. It is interesting that there are not one but two Friday the Thirteenth movies that don't have Jason as the killer. And people forget that. That's all. Goodbye. Bye 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 bye. bye. Some guy named Dan. Nope. Is it Dan? Not, nope. 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 What? It's, his name is not Dan. <laughs> There's a Pamela and a Roy. Is it? Oh, it's Roy. Okay, yeah. I, I just why did it say Dan? Roy Burns. Anyway, bye, everybody. <laughs> Next to you. Yeah. Uh, this guy.